Yay! We're back, guys. Attention episode order. Season 20. Episode 8. 8. 8. 6. 8. There's two 8s. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. This is our other host. For the second time in two weeks. There we go. Two weeks in a row, guys. Holy shit. Woo, it's Skip, guys. Woo! Yeah, they let me out of the fucking nut house. <laughs> yeah, guys, come on. Uh, it's mostly because I found out that my uh, position was being transferred to another part of the company in uh, April. And so all of a sudden, um, I'm having to do a whole bunch of new stuff. And my days have been starting a lot earlier, so I can finish up early. <clears throat> oh, nice. Perfect, guys. Welcome to Hollow's EVVVVVVVVVV. I don't know. I guess you could call it 10-hour day nice, but, you know. Whew. We're almost there, guys. We're almost on Hell Night. Hollow's Eve. That is true. We're getting there. Almost. Does it feel like October? Not really. <laughs> sort of. Here Valley, it's fucking 85 still. <laughs> I just went swimming today, so it's not that cold over here either. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Well, the pool's like 70, but still, so what? That's cool enough for me. That's like 68, yeah. 70 degrees. That's a nice That's cold fine, pool. Dude. I mean, the Monterey <clears throat> side of the Pacific, the water's like 50, 55. Yeah, that's, that's cold. cold. <laughs> that's that fucking... is fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 70's like, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. so it's good. good. Way to it is. I jump in the pool, it's like 85 degrees out here. It was like 97 this after or this weekend, so. Uh, now I'm all refreshed from swimming. Woo! And we're back, guys. Attention deficit order, season 20, episode 8. <laughs> yes, we're going to do more seasons in Saturday Night Live, guys. They're on their 46th season. No, 64th, something like that. But they haven't been good since they're like eighth season <laughs> no give them ten, since their tenth season they haven't been good <clears throat> right yeah up till about the mid 90s I think like I like the years when like Dana Carvey and um, uh, Mike what's his bucket and, Myers and, and Farley and Sandler yeah, uh, and all those guys Evan Nealon like th- that about the time all those folks left was about yeah. the time I was it like, went like know, just kind of done. It had a good 30-year run from like 70s, 80s, and 90s, and then that was it. I think there were some pretty weak points in the 90s, too, to be perfect. Oh, yeah, right. there were. Yeah, 70s and 80s are still their best. If you, uh, if you... Up through like 95, 6, something like yeah, that. Yeah, as soon as like Farley and Sandler and, all, and Spade and all of them left, it, it died, and it's still dead. I tried to watch it like when they were making fun of the Pence and all that stuff. It just wasn't funny. Jim Carrey is playing fucking um, Biden. Biden. He's, he's not that funny. It just, I don't know. It's just not funny anymore. There's no, there's no like down the middle. They just make fun of one side and that's it. You know, they used to make fun of everybody. Now they just make fun of one side. It's really weird. It's not the same. You know, <clears throat> but that's Saturday Night Live, guys. Uh, I played a, a demo this weekend. Guess what demo it was? 
uh, Cold War. Yeah, here we go, guys. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, Russia attacks, but then they don't. Gorbachev has a birthmark on his head. No, Matson's naked gun, Chris. Uh, what? <laughs> Just makeup. Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> that's why they rubbed it off his head. <laughs> Gorbachev. I knew it. Ah, <clears throat> uh, so let's see what happens. So I downloaded it. It was okay. You know, I haven't played Call of Duty in a while, so I'm like, fuck it, I'll just play some Call of Duty. Um, Cold War, Black Ops, Five, whatever the fuck they call it. it this is a, uh, this is Treyarch's version now. Right. So I played it too for full disclosure. Um, okay. What, what did you think of it? Um. So I've been playing a fair bit of um, Warzone. What, Warzone, yeah. And that multiplayer and that um, the battle royale. More like so, Warzone, right? <laughs> no, I I enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> of the battle royales. It's my favorite because I don't know. It's a little more grounded in reality, you know? It's not like the wonky-ass Fortnite bullshit, and it's not a sad rip-off of um, uh, Titanfall. That's true, yeah. Oh, my God, that was horrible. Let's and wall run. <laughs> They're wall running. It's so bad. <clears throat> oh, man. So, um, this beta is only multiplayer and it's only a handful of maps it's like six maps total across all the different is uh, it still going or is it done i believe so oh it's still going i thought it was done i thought it was like this weekend was the last weekend i don't know i played it for like three days i don't know if it's still going or not i have no idea i'm checked right now <clears throat> all i know is uh um, well, towards the ending, they unlocked every. Whoa, shit! They unlocked everything for all the guns and everything. It closed today, the nineteenth. Okay, that makes sense because the Sunday they unlocked all the perks for all the guns. Yep. So you're like bone scope, silencer, fucking long barrel, fucking extended mags, everything. Yeah. Just to so, see what it's like. Yeah, and I will say it. It keeps the. The speed and fun of the multiplayer from Call of Duty Warzone. It seems uh, um, slow, though, for some reason. The running seems slow for me. Well, I don't know. So the thing that throws me off is they took away the tactical sprint, which is like extra juice for like 10 seconds. Oh, uh, maybe that's what it is. Yeah, because in, in Call of Duty Warzone, right, you're sprinting, and if you double tap the sprint button again, you'll do a tack sprint, which... For like 10 seconds, you'll just like haul ass. Okay, that's what it is. One line of fire and stuff like that. So I kept doing that because, you know, I'm getting shot at and I just want to duck behind the corner right in front of me. And that doesn't happen. One, yeah. And besides that, the sliding doesn't work the same. I can't pinpoint why, but it's just weird. Like the movement did change between. It seems shorter, the slide. That may be it. It's like, I'm like, okay, I just slid like two feet. And a lot of people do slide shooting. I'm like, all right. Yeah, that shit pisses me. <laughs> They'll slide shoot around the corner with a shotgun. Like, of course you have a shotgun, you asshole. The overpowered shotgun that shoots from like a yard, 10 yards away. Oh, yeah, the Spaz 12. <clears throat> the, 
This was just a pump action shotgun. I'm being shot in the back from like 50 yards away with a laser scope on it. I'm like, come on. Yeah, the spaz too. That's overshot. That's overpowered too. If they get rid of shotguns and snipers, (laughs) then they'll see how it really plays. Um, I will say that I started playing some of the larger game modes. There's the um, combined arms is the like the bucket these fall into and so this is like 10 on 10 or 12 on 12 yeah and it's like large domination um there's five points instead of three um or you know it's team deathmatch or oh hard um, hard point was fun i liked hard point yeah but in the larger match sizes like the 10 to 12 people that was a lot of fun and it was cool like there's this one map called armada it's basically a bunch of like military ships all kind of in close proximity and they're connected by zip lines and, and there's sinking smaller ships around. See, I never stuff. played that map. I forgot about it. I just went on to the, um, just a, a, the random maps where you just hop into all these different game types. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do that. Armada. Yeah. Armada was cool. Like, cause you could jump in the water and swim between points. So you weren't limited by zip lines or the boats that they let you have access to. Like they had little jet skis and, and like patrol boats and stuff. Um, that was awful fun. And it was a lot of close quarters and then shooting across ships. So, you know, snipers and then, uh, shotguns and, and SMGs, but and it was fun. It was, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, it's a little bit faster paced than Battlefield. Yeah, um, Battlefield I hear is dead. It is. The last time I jumped into <laughs> Battlefield 5, it was a snooze fest. It's like six people. Like, hey, come on, guys. We're in here. Yeah, and the map <laughs> is like 20 fucking yard or 20 miles long. Yeah. Uh, so it takes forever to get all the way back. Yeah, it it, it is. Yeah, they have. And the uh, what I like what they added to this was best play of the game, which is better than final kill, I think. Right, because it's someone who invariably gets three or four kills right in a row, and just see him gunning people down is pretty cool. I, I got I got that I once got or twice. I think I got it once, and I've been in it as someone getting yeah, killed. Of course. I don't know how many times. Exactly, that's me all the time. <laughs> oh, really? And I'm like, I did a better play than this guy. The guy's like, dick, 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 shooting down on people, and uh, whatever cartel or whatever that is, where everything's in the rocks. Well, no, no, that's um, crash site or whatever the fuck they call it. And the, the one in the desert. Oh, I don't, I don't know that I actually got that one. Oh, really? There's, it was like a crash site. And it was like a, it was almost like a desert with rock formations. Yeah, I saw a, my my oldest boy playing it on because he had PS4, so he got beta access earlier. Yeah, and um, yeah, I saw him play that level, and I was like, ah, it, it looks pretty, but I didn't play that one. That one's, oh, that one's pretty small, because it's just Is like, it? yeah, it's just like, oh, there's like one big mound in the middle. Everything else is just little alcoves with some caves and stuff on the on either side. And then people run out into the desert. There's an area where they just sit and snipe you from a distance. I'm like, motherfuckers. That's nice. <clears throat> and the uh, landmine is cool. Uh, I like throwing that around. Oh, the proximity mine? Yeah. Yeah. That, that is a cool little perk. And there's no more... Um, what was it when you dropped the grenade when you die? Oh. Um... <laughs> what was that called? Yeah, what was that perk? <clears throat> I didn't have it. I think I had... Uh, yeah, all it, I, it, At least it wasn't in the beta, that's for sure. Yeah, the most I got to call in were um, spy planes and maybe one or two fucking bombs, like, dropping on people. 
Oh, yeah, like artillery strikes and stuff. Yeah, I think that was it. But, yeah, it's just like there's people that are prestiged in a beta. Like, really? You play the beta? It's not going to be there when it starts up again. It's like, I don't care. But you know they just, as soon as the beta came on, they started chugging the Mountain Dew, and that's all they did. They played that straight from when they had access. Snorting Adderall, chugging Mountain Dew. It's like, come on, guys. If snorting Adderall works for our president, Chris... Well, sure. They don't work for anybody, right? right? They're just following the president's guidelines. They're snorting out Adderall, drinking fucking uh, Mountain Dew fuel, whatever the fuck those energy drinks are. Uh-huh. Is that what it is? Mountain Dew fuel? I have no clue. Mountain Dew fuel. So, yeah. So, Xbox got screwed on that one as far as the beta goes. I don't know. I might pick it up just for the uh, the new Xbox just have something to play. I'm gonna basically I'm gonna get Valhalla, um, just because I've been mm. watching Vikings. And I'm like, oh, I know those names. <laughs> well, and and Vikings is in general like I like the mythos of the Vikings. You know, Thor and Ro- Loki and Ragnarok and all that stuff. Well, they're going by like the history of them, like with um. Well, but that was their religion. Yeah, Loki, yeah, yeah, yeah. God and. So you're, you're going to see a lot of those types of references and you're going to see, yeah, a, a lot of people getting brained by axes and stuff. It'll be awesome. That'll, that'll be DLC. <clears throat> but all the names are historically correct. I'm like, oh, I know that Viking name from watching Vikings. Unless they're just stealing from the TV show. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Bjorn and Sigir and... Yeah, Shrek. all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. The... the um The... Um, no, I haven't watched the Vikings. sons of um, Ragnar. I think his name is. I don't know, but Ragnar yeah, was Ragnar king. Lothbrok? Oh, that I don't know. Uh, come but on, you don't. Ragnar, they're they're historical accounts of kings named Ragnar and stuff. Uh, maybe descendants from him from fucking the British people. <laughs> the um, literally, so they have like. Historically, I guess he did fuck one of the people and then had a kid and blah, blah, blah. And one of the kids is the heir to the Essex throne or whatever. I don't know. I'm like on the fifth season of Vikings. They're just butchering people. But so yeah, I haven't watched it. you'd probably really? like it. <clears throat> probably. It's been something I flirted with starting, but there's all these other shiny things that pop up. No shit. There's so much stuff out there. That's um. The first season is de- it gets up it's get really good. The first episode, the CG is so bad I turned it off years ago. I'm like I'm not into this. But then because the, when they showed Odin and all this shit, I'm like this looks shitty. Mm-hmm. But if you get past that, it actually is a decent story. Uh it has like a it's a, it's more expanding than um like Game of Thrones is. They go over like they go over like 10, 20 right now it's like 30 years since the beginning of the show. I mean, At least it, it makes sense, you know. Uh, there, there's some historical context to the show at the very least, and a pump shit out of their ass. No, it's on the History Channel, so. Well, that means nothing. The History Channel <laughs> no. also has fucking ancient aliens. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but as far as like all the names and what they did, it's pretty historically accurate. Maybe not to the T, but. Oh, I doubt it. They've got to make it interesting, and there's a lot of gaps to fill in because a lot of. Uh, Viking history is oral, but but it does show them eating shrooms and everything because the Vikings used to eat shrooms and go into battle. <clears throat> so well, they also used to strip naked, 
put blue paint on themselves and run into battle too. I mean, well, yeah, because they're all high on troops. <laughs> that might be part of it. Because <laughs> they, they wanted to die. Also just freaks, dude. You know, like how scary is it? A bunch of naked dudes running at you with axes. You know? <laughs> yeah, fucking insane. You're like, what the fuck is this? Right, uh, uh, guys, their dicks are flopping everywhere, and they're just screaming at us. I'm scared. Yeah, and know. they want to die in battle. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> these freaky fucking Viking. Okay, so, oh, so speaking of Xbox, here we go, guys. The new acquisition of Xbox. This is the rumor, but I think it's going to be true in the next two weeks. Xbox is going to buy Valve Software. That would be fucking boom. That would be huge. That's their next acquisition. They said they were going to buy something bigger than Bethesda deal. And and if you if you updated your Xbox app on your phone or on your tablet, mm-hmm. there's a Steam link account now to it. Well, that's been there before. My Steam account is linked to my Xbox uh, Xbox account and has been for a while. But now it actually works. That worked before. <clears throat> but now, well, I don't know. <laughs> now it's different. Yeah, now it's completely different, guys. But the new, um, the, so the new update allows you to remotely play games like you're off your PC from your console on your phone or your tablet. Uh, you can install games, share screen clip, blah, blah, blah. You can, so that's the biggest thing right there. You can actually play games on your um, mobile devices now from your Xbox. So that's their workaround. So uh-huh. it just came out, so they're still tweaking it, but they wanted, I guess, that. So I could play, you know, uh, the Modern Warfare beta on my phone or my tablet now. If I, if I connect my Xbox to the tablet, you know, like the mirroring thing, like you can do it on your computer, same thing. Mm-hmm. So now you can do it with your um, Xbox to your phone. So that's a big deal, guys. Isn't it? No. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I mean, I just Googled Xbox new gaming acquisition and everything is referencing back to Zenimax. There's no rumor mill, at least obvious one. Oh, uh, there's a they just had um Phil Spencer and who's the leader of Valve? What's his name? Gabe Newell. Gabe Newell. They just put that they just had them in an interview. And Gabe Newell, huh? Together, yes, together. And Gabe Newell, months ago, asked if he would rather have a PlayStation or an Xbox, and he chose Xbox. Wow. Well, that's I'm just saying. That's a personal ask more than anything. Else. But that might be a hint that, like, hey, I'm working with him now. I, yeah, I don't you know. know. He, if he was neutral, would be like, eh, I don't give a shit. But or he he personally prefers Xbox. I mean, there's a simple explanation for that. It doesn't have to be some conspiracy level. I think it is. I think uh-huh. it's a hint that he's gonna be bought by Xbox. I mean, if Microsoft pulls that off, that's huge. Number one, because they would be buying out a competitor for games distribution, not just on Xbox but on PC, and. I mean, honestly, can you imagine how many shit fits like Linux and Mac OS X users are going to have if all of a sudden Microsoft owns their beloved Steam? Well, they'd own it, and there's a couple of PlayStation games on Steam also that you might have access to through your Xbox if this happens. 
No boy. <laughs> oh man, uh, I think it's going to happen. I think that's their best. People are saying that or Ubisoft. I think Valve is bigger than Ubisoft. I don't know. You know, Ubisoft has some good it, games, but it's just a remake of the same game. Like, oh, uh, you know, it's like climb up to a tower in a different city and, uh, you know, then climb up to a tower in another city. You know what I mean? It's almost the same, like, uh, type. It's just a modified version of, like, the home game engine. You know what I mean? Like, if you play Far Cry, you unlock it by, oh, taking out a tower, then it unlocks the area in Assassin's Creed. Take out a tower and it unlocks an area in um, Watch Dogs. Take out a tower and, you know, it's the same, like, method for each of the three, all three of those games. Same with, like, um, what's it called? Their uh, uh, fucking, uh, their jungle shooter game. What's it called? Far Cry? uh, Crisis? No, no, the other one. um, It just came out. Uh, Wildlands. Same thing. You know, take out the area and, you know. It's the same concept in each of their games, just with a different skin on it, is what I've noticed with the Ubisoft games. So Valve, according to the Google machine, is worth about $10 billion as of <clears throat> March 2019, and Ubisoft is worth about $3.69 billion as of June 2019. They could buy both of them. <clears throat> I mean, Microsoft <laughs> could, for sure. Uh, whether they would choose to do so... I think it would be funnier if they bought Activision. Ooh, act. Ooh, they could. That'll be their next qu- conquest. What does Activision have though? Oh, are you kidding? Besides everything, Call of Duty, everything Blizzard, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, uh, you know Diablo, all that stuff. I don't see uh, them selling. No, and Activision's worth about fifty billion, according to. Yeah. The top article I see. They could buy Valve for eleven billion. Yeah, I, I mean, there's certainly um, room for that to happen. I, I don't know how I feel about it. Why? I don't know. I, I mean, all well and good if they do, but Steam really doesn't make many games anymore. Right, everything that they're doing is their platform for selling PC products, or True. you know, digital games, and and so they're more of like a content distributor now. I know, you know, they do have some games, and heaven knows I would enjoy playing a new Half Life. Yeah, um, well, oh my God, if Half Life Three became exclusive. Oh, dude, you could hear fucking nerds coming <laughs> from fucking galaxies away. <laughs> it they would could, be ridiculous. They could have one of the Bethesda studios make a Half-Life game. Oh, shit. You know what would happen there. <laughs> heads would explode as they Um, I don't know. You know. And like Portal 3 would sell huge. People love sure. Portal. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's their other? Oh, and um, God, what's the other one? That uh, that shooter with the with the thief and the heavy gunner guy. You know what I'm talking about? Fuck, I'm trying to remember a Valve game. Yeah, it was on the orange box. Oh, you're right with uh, Team Fortress Two. Yes, that was Team Fortress Three would sell huge, 
and would, um, Left know, for Dead Three. Who still play that? And Left for Dead Three. And Left for Dead Three. Absolutely. If they made any of those games, they would have an instant hit on their hand for sure. That's what I'm saying. And people are still, even though they basically confirmed that no um, uh, Bethesda game is going to X or going to PlayStation Five. Uh, of the new crop at, of games, people are still launch. convinced that it is. At launch, they they did qualify it. They're like, mm, I don't think it will though. It's going to launch exclusive on Xbox, but hey, no, think about it. Xbox has it for you know has Elder Scrolls Six. Let's just say for the first year, uh-huh. you know, nerds and me included would probably, if I wasn't going to buy an Xbox, would choose to buy one if I knew that. But what if it was only on Xbox? I mean, I'd still choose to buy an Xbox. Well, that's what I mean. Like for people that only have, it would only it would, they don't need a PlayStation. They have PCs and tablets and stuff like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna go on PlayStation Five at all. They don't need it. There's there's more phones and tablets out there than there are PlayStations. True. And uh, PlayStation's saying that they're gonna sell a hundred million units. Every year, they're going to sell 500 million units. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'd like to see that happen. Sure, that's like everything that that um, PlayStation 4 has sold so far, right? And that's in eight years. PlayStation has like three or four really good adventure games going for them. You know, and that's it. Anything outside of Last of Us, God of War, Spider-Man, and Uncharted, and uh, what's the oh Ghost of Tsushima? That's it. They have five really good adventure games. And I, I, I mean, I haven't played it, but based on everyone I've talked to who has, you'd have to add like Horizon Zero Dawn. In oh there. yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn six. Um, I'm sure there's a couple more that we're not recalling, but. I mean, you're right. The The slice of the pie that is platform-specific content is fairly small. I mean, there's a ton of lesser games, like B, C, and, and D tier games that, um, you know, are exclusive to PlayStation, Xbox, and they don't make a ripple. But the, it's the big stuff, right? The Gears, the Halos, the Last of Us, shit like that, where the... The bragging rights are made, really. Well, they were showing Gears on an Xbox Series X. Um, graphically, they showed comparison side-by-side with a 390, and it was looking better than it because it's optimized for it. And the 390s aren't. So people are spending five grand on a thing that's... <laughs> the 390s? Is that a graphics card or something? Yeah, the newest no, no, graphics I card. I fancy lingo. Oh, the GTX 380 and 390s have just came out. And the 390s, the $5,000 graphics card, Jesus. something like that. Three to 5000 Maybe I'm off, but something like that. That's the highest end graphics. So it's like 33 teraflops, you know, all that shit. And this thing outperforms it as a comparison from... They just did like a single shot of like Gears 5 running on all five of them or like on all these different systems. And the and the uh, it just the picture looks better. I don't know about how it runs or anything, but they're saying it's at a locked 120 frames per second, uh, 4K for Gears Five. 
I mean, that's impressive if you've got a TV and a machine that can handle that shit. But yes. in 20 frames per second, there's no way your eyes can keep up. So No. But it does make it smoother as far as like shooting and running and all that stuff. You might not notice it, but you'll notice it in a multiplayer game. Multiplayers will be 4K60 most likely. For those systems, I think. I believe so. Mostly. Oh, and Warzone. Speaking of your Warzone, it's getting Leatherface and Billy from Buzzsaw. <laughs> and uh, Jigsaw. Yeah, Billy, that's his name. Oh, it is. Okay. That little doll thing. Yeah, so it's getting Billy. The cheeks, like the, the creepy-ass clown face. Yeah, yeah. Jigsaw's the killer. Billy's the little doll that he runs around with. Mm. And, I don't uh, know. I've never seen a Saw movie. I know. I never <laughs> They're great, man. So no. I'd check that out. I Hopefully it's not just... And they're zombies. Hopefully it's not just like a section of the map. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's like a game mode, like a, a different game mode in Warzone. To where the whole... So it looks like it's going to be nighttime. The whole, um, the whole map should be in nighttime instead of daytime only. And they need, they need cycles in these, in these huge multiplayer maps now. They need weather. They need um, night and day cycles. That's the next step with these huge multiplayer maps. Instead of, hey, it's sunny all the time. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'd love for thunderstorms to roll in, you know, anything like that. You know, I think that'd be a cool idea for... I think that's what they're trying to do with this, with Warzone. But it shows it shows Leatherface with a minigun. And then there's like a jack-o'-lantern juggernaut with a big, huge minigun. So, I don't know. <laughs> Did you see the trailer? Did you watch it? Skip. Uh-oh. Oh, wait. No, there we go. Did you watch the trailer I- at all or no? It took a blip. Um, no, I did not. Uh. So um, I can't say, I, and I said it like four times while you were talking, apparently. My mic was just not working at the moment. Uh. But, um, and it wasn't user error. I was not muted. So I would say, yes, I'm excited for the idea of uh, a day, night, and weather cycle. I think... Um, why the fuck not? Right? I, I mean, if the game goes on too long, all of a sudden it gets di- uh, dark. And, you know, give me night vision goggles. Give me night vision scopes that are actually used at night instead of during the day. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. That's my point. It should be a night cycle. Yeah, no, that would be great. I'm all for it. Sign me up. Put me in, coach. That's going to be the next one. Why not? I mean, they do that in, um, oh, what game am I thinking of? Well, they do it in like Red Dead Redemption. They do it, or in Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, they do it in uh, massive games like Elder Scrolls and all that stuff. They do it in Fallout games. Yeah, why not do it in this? Right. I I mean, it seems like a no-brainer, and it seems like it could be fun, right? Like, randomly start with a weather pattern and a time of day and run so sometimes when you're playing Warzone, for sake of argument it's um 
you come in and you drop at the dam and it's snowing. And so it's dim and dark and hard to see and all that good shit. But or, you get down yeah. by the ocean and it's just raining or, you know, whatever. It's just a monsoon the whole time. So you, can, you have no visibility. You can't hear anybody else sneaking up on you because of the thunderstorms. Yeah, I could see it. I think it's going to be cool, guys. I can safely say it sounds fucking fantastic, yeah. Oh, and Rainbow Six Siege is coming to Game Pass October 22nd. I saw that when I was uh, about to sign in for the show. I was going to bring it up. October 22nd. That's huge. That is. I mean, I've already bought it on two different consoles. But, you know, for those of you who don't have it, have fun. I think I don't know if I have it or not. Maybe I do. I think I did buy it when it was $30 years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's a great game. Yeah, when it first came out, it wasn't that good, but it's gotten a lot better. That's right. Yeah, they don't know they've, and, and that's why I think it's a great game, because they've chosen to support it and improve it over time rather than working on a sequel. You know, it, it's you pay 30 bucks, and it seems like every six months or so they drop another map, and a couple more characters with new abilities, which just change how you play. Is it paid DLC or no? Or is it free to play and you just buy all the shit? No, you buy the game and it every bit of DLC is free. Okay. All unlockable by you playing the fuck out of it. How many maps do they have now? You know, that's a good question. I want to say it's like 15 or so. Um, one sec. Yeah, because like I'd go, I haven't played it that much at all. I was like, hmm, maybe I'll jump into it again. Maybe not. I want to get a little jewel for my gun, so it looks cool. <laughs> there are twenty different maps, three different game modes, and fifty-seven seven different characters with different abilities to pick from. Okay, well that makes sense. I noticed um, people just use uh, when I was playing, they use the guy who breaches through the walls, and then yeah, another guy with the shotguns. Then there's a pattern to what you use best, you know, it's like, use this guy to do this. He's this guy for that. So everyone has that down. So when I get in there, okay, I'm dead. Okay. I'm dead. And now Chris, there are so many fucking characters with different abilities that there's a counter to everybody. Oh, okay. Good. Like there's, I guess it depends on which side I'm playing on, but on the defender side, there's like five or six characters with abilities that I really like, and I can jump pretty seamlessly between them. Um, some are heavier and slower with bigger weapons or different, you know, armor and shit, and some are quick and fast with like traps. Yeah, the last time I played, all I do is that RC car and just spot everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, Driving that but, around, ting, 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 pinging everybody. Yeah, every game still starts that way, but there's a whole lot more to it now. Oh, as far sure. as I'm going to pick this character because I want the ability to neutralize this dude's ability. Yeah, does it show you what the other team is picking? Nope. Oh, okay. That's good. Because then you'd be like, okay. Did, 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 did. Right. It would, <laughs> exactly. It would just be everyone neutralizing everything. But the, <laughs> the, the thing is, there are some people who have broader abilities that are kind of more versatile. And then there are people who have really specific abilities that block some of the more powerful guys or girls, whatever. <clears throat> oh, so 
it, there's a little bit of calculus in who you pick. And I generally don't have a problem between when I'm on attack or defense finding someone that AI like using, I like their loadout and I like their abilities and all that good stuff. And B, they're actually useful in the game. Okay, I might get back into it once it goes on Game Pass. I, I would just say that it's fun in small doses. Like, I'll play, like, three, four matches, and then I'm like, I need to switch. Because it does get super frustrating when you're playing and you just happen to go into, like, I don't know, let's just say four or five matches in a row of people who play nothing but Rainbow Six Yeah. Kind of like when we played Rainbow Six, like New Vegas or Las Vegas or whatever. Oh, we could put put our faces on the characters. (laughs) Yeah, on 360, right? (laughs) Where's that? I want that again. Uh, Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) Why not? Because you know how many people would get fucking like some weird internet stalker because of that bullshit. Oh, because their faces track you back based on your character face on. on fucking oh Rainbow Six, and they'd find you on Facebook, and then track your house down. And no, oh, they'd swat nice. swat your house. Right. Well, that <laughs> happens without meeting people in real life. But but you beat me in the game. I'm gonna send a SWAT team to your house. Right. With with a claim that you're you're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. So they're gonna go in guns blazing and ask questions later. You know that's yeah. fucking bullshit. And fuck anyone who ever does that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. People are retarded. And the uh, what's the other thing I was gonna say about it? I think that's it. Oh, the um, the PS5 is gonna have adjustable fan with firmware update. So this thing's gonna be a jet engine within like a year, because it's gonna be overclocking everything. <laughs> I think <laughs> it'll fly around your house. Like I think that little, so. Little I think that's what's gonna happen. I'm still so iffy about that console. I don't see how people are blindly buying this thing. It's it's weird to me because they have shown nothing. Uh, well, at all. If you think about it, compared to Xbox, where it's like here's the fan, here's how here's the temperature adjustment. Here's a, oh you think it's running hot? Okay, we'll have Digital Foundry do a temperature video on it. Oh here's quick I, resume. Here's how that works. I don't have enough information. Frankly, it's just something that, again, to me, it comes down to usability. Like, between the two, I give a fuck. But I will say that my experience using the PlayStation console on PS4, there are a stupid amount of um, updates that take for fucking ever. And installing even just like a 4 or 5 gig update to a game it takes like a night and and then i harp on it i think every show but that fucking controller i hate it with the new um with the new xbox people are downloading games in 17 minutes or less i mean i will say it took me about an hour to download the 25 gig beta for call of duty uh cold war really and- yeah, but again, I've got six people at my house, oh, okay. all of them with either a console or a computer or a phone or a tablet or multiples of those running on the Wi-Fi at the same time. Okay, you need to hardline their Xbox or something in there. Uh, you know, it's okay because when I find a game that I'm interested in, I queue it up and I download it overnight. Um, 
the the beta was the difference and i did try and download that at like 10 o'clock but by 11 11 15 i was playing so uh, so the new xbox is going to download everything twice as fast if not more well again it depends on what else you have going on on your network so yes. that's a hard well yeah but you can transfer like when you'll be able to transfer your games over super easily if you put them on a usb stick or whatever and or oh. click it or click it onto your um your hard drive give you you know download the games onto your hard drive from your xbox plug them in for your series x upload them mm-hmm. or uh, but since you I mean, have internet pretty- it might take longer i don't know no, I mean, going from uh, uh, physical media to physical media is way faster than the Internet. I, I mean, true. what I have right now, like every once in a while, I'll notice that like a game, you know, Fallout 76 or fucking, I don't know, whatever. It downloads onto uh, the Xbox hard drive instead of the external hard drive I have. And so I'll do a transfer, and that takes like 20 seconds, even for a huge game. And there, you know? do you see that guy running Doom Eternal on his fridge? No. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Doom Eternal, really? Yeah, he was running it on his refrigerator, on his Samsung refrigerator. Which has like a, has like a decent screen on it, I guess. I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I did see that um, people were putting... Um, the original Doom into Minecraft. Like, they built the original Doom in Minecraft. Jeez. I think they played Doom. No, he actually, he says he can run it on a smartwatch also. Yeah, but... I forget the guy's name, but, you know. Well, but I'm not surprised. I mean, think about <clears throat> Doom. That's, what, 1994? No, Doom Eternal on a smartwatch. Oh. The new Doom. Right. I thought you meant original. No, no, no. He's running the new Doom... That's- on a Samsung refrigerator. <laughs> right. No, I got that. Uh, but on the smartwatch, I thought yeah. you were talking about the original Doom. No. <laughs> Doom Eternal fits on a smartwatch? I, like, well, because it's on Game Pass. Oh, okay. So streaming it. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I guess if you want to ruin your fucking eyes, that sounds horrible. Well, he's just doing it to prove that it can be done, I think. It's not like, <laughs> oh, this is our way to play. It's just something no, weird. I mean, I get it, but it just, yeah, it gives me the heebie-jeebies to think about playing something like that on such a teeny tiny screen. No, I, I couldn't do it. Oh, no, I can't. I can barely read. Like, my kid uses his, uh, he has an iWatch for seizure, seizure detection because he has epilepsy. Uh-huh. And um, I try and read, like, fucking just normal-sized text. Fuck, <laughs> dude! <clears throat> Magnifying glass and a microscope. Yeah, M has one too. I can't. I can't. I don't. I don't need one. I'm like, no. I'll smash the thing by accident. Be like, Psh, whoops! Sorry about that. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll scratch up the surface and just be pissed. Yeah, I don't need one. I don't. Yeah, uh, I don't have. I'll just use my phone. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'll check what time it is. I'll look at my phone. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I the yeah, I don't need to watch. Hey, what was the other thing I was gonna bring? Um oh, another weird dream I had. Uh god, I had a fucking having all these weird dreams from not smoking weed. And uh 
This was a, it was like a comedy show. I think it was Seinfeld doing stand up. I think it was. And uh, everyone had headphones on with short raid radios. So they could be fall, uh, far apart. It's totally like a COVID dream. Mm-hmm. Like everyone could be socially distant with shortwave radios, like Walkmans on their heads. I'm like, huh, that might work. And then people in a drive-in pitching in for hookers. No, what now? Yeah, it was weird. Like, like there was a guy. It was like a popped-open trunk. It was a white bucket, and everyone, like moms and and dads and stuff, were all pitching in to this one guy's trunk for a hooker to show up at the drive-in. I don't know why. I was like, this is so weird. Why would moms be pitching it? Like, she's like, oh, here's $40. I mean, there are bisexual moms, Chris. <clears throat> well, I know that, but I'm just saying just in general. Just <laughs> yeah. like... No, it's a weird dream. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, what? But she had like a little kid with her, nope. you know, well, that, and she's like... Like pitching in money, like it's like a like a PTA event or something, right? You know, I was like, "What the fuck, man!" Pitch in for Gary's hooker fund. Yeah, it was so weird. It's like, okay, guys, we just need this hooker to show up at the drive-in. We need money. Like they're pitching in for a beer run or something. It was weird, man. I woke up I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I wrote yeah, that down. That weird me out too. That would be a, <laughs> a weird morning. What the hell was going on in my head? Because I remember it was like um, the guy's trunk was lit up by headlights from a car that was in front. You know, his trunk was open and the whole place is illuminated with headlights. Headlights at the drive-in? Yeah. For all you assholes out there. Well, yeah. And and if you have a tall truck, park in the back, you fuck face. I have a big truck. I'll park right here in the middle, up in the front. (laughs) Assholes. Yeah, that was just a weird dream, man. Yeah, I've been having weird ones. Uh, I can't remember last night's. Damn it. Oh, well. You need to keep a dream journal, man. I'm start. I'm trying to, but sometimes I'm so groggy when I wake up. I, or just like, boom, completely gone right when I wake up. If I remember it, I'll write it down, like that one. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, I think it was the same night where I had the comedy dream... And then the people pitching in for a hooker in a white bucket in the back of a truck. Or back of the trunk of like an old car with those huge trunks, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, like a Bonneville where you could fit like yeah. six bodies in the back. Yep. Yeah. It was exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a Bonneville trunk. Yeah it, was, yeah, it was like those huge trunks with like the... Yeah, easily. You could like lay flat, like six foot body could lay... F- uh, not even touch the sides. But not only could one six-foot body lay like that, you could stack five other bodies on top of it and still yeah. close the... It's like an El Dorado, yeah. trunk of it like an El Dorado. Yeah, exactly. Just Cadillac, huge. Pontiac <laughs> or Buick or any of them, yeah. Just massive. All right, what do you got before I rate my first movie, guys? Mm. That All I right. went to the movie theater to see. Yeah, well, hold on one sec. So, um, this is actually a little bit of a follow-up story. Um, I don't do that often. I guess I lose track of shit. But this one, um, I'm interested in. So, a couple weeks ago, uh, well, maybe longer than that, given how many fucking weeks I don't show up. (laughs) Uh, But (laughs) let's just say within the last two months, I talked about um, 
how a group of astronomers discovered a gas called phosphine or a, a molecule called phosphine in the atmosphere of Venus. And this, this molecule, this chemical compound, is, at least on Earth, only made by living creatures. So we don't know of any way in, like, outside biology. The Anunnaki. It yeah. could be. Maybe <laughs> it's the Navi. We don't know. But the point is that, like, phosphine normally, to our knowledge, only occurs in really one way. And so finding it in the atmosphere of Venus was huge because to us that's like a, is there life on Venus after all? Kind of question mark. Um, so interestingly, this other team, um, and where did they go? Oh, um, so the European Space Agency has a uh, probe that's going to Mercury. So the closest planet to the sun, Venus is in between Earth and Mercury. So on its way to Mercury, this this probe called Bepi Colombo. Um, Bepi. Bepi, get over here, Bepi. Yeah. More more Italian. Bepi, get over here. And I better hear your hand gestures too. Um, so Bepi is on its way to Mercury and it's stopping by Venus to kind of get a little more speed and momentum to make the distance to Mercury. And that's pretty common. Like if we send a, a probe from Earth to Saturn, we'll stop at Mars and spin around Mars a couple times and then shoot off to Saturn. Just like, um, uh, what's it called? Armageddon. Star- or Star Trek Three: The Search from Spock. They've or- got a slingshot around the sun to make the time travel thingy. Or Armageddon. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. They did that in Armageddon too. <clears throat> Regardless, um, this probe, um, it was next to Venus. And the scientists who had designed the probe were like, huh, I wonder if we turn some of our instruments to look at Venus, what we might find. And, um, you know, they wanted to confirm, confirm that the phosphine gas was present. They wanted to see what else they might be able to find out. And, you know, this particular probe, Bepi, is um, not designed to examine Venus. So it was missing some things they might have put on it to look at Venus better um, because they're going to look at Mercury. But Uh they found another compound in the atmosphere of Venus that is also a indicator that there may be life there so this time instead of phosphine they found a compound called glycine and glycine is is a little bit more exciting in my mind than phosphine phosphine is like farts basically right it's made by bacteria um, and it's something they exhale essentially glycine is an amino acid an amino acid is a protein that's used in or it's a, an amino acid, which is a building block of protein. Um, so proteins are the basis of our life on Earth. DNA is a grouping of amino acids, and it also helps uh, create proteins. Um, so having an amino acid present in the, the atmosphere of Venus is another huge step. 
and you know, we always have to qualify things like this where it's more people are going to have to look at this to make sure that it wasn't just a glitch in some way or some kind of anomaly. Uh, you know, they read something wrong because the instruments weren't meant to look at Venus, things like that. Or someone dropped some food in the satellite before it launched. Like, okay. Exactly. Oh, we're looking at fucking Ken's fucking salami sandwich again. Like, God, God damn it, Ken. <laughs> you fucking prick. Yeah, it might be that. I, I mean, you don't know, right? That's why the scientific method requires uh, people to be able to duplicate your findings before they can say, well, yeah, we actually agree. Um, but both of these things so close together in Venus is kind of eye-opening. In a lot of ways, right? Uh, and phosphine is essentially bacteria farts, and glycine is a building block of proteins, which is the basis of m all life, to my knowledge, on the planet Earth. So if both of those things are present, there's something going on at Venus that we need to look a lot closer at. So do you believe that there's alien life out there? Just statistically okay. speaking... So how big the universe is. Do you think there's other life forms out there? Not like us, but just like not humanoid, but you know, weird, like intelligent life forms. So you had me until intelligent life forms. So I would agree that elsewhere in the universe, there is life, whether it is intelligent or not, whether it's intelligence approaches that of humans or exceeds ours, those are questions we can't answer yet. No. But I firmly believe that while Earth may be a fluke in that humans developed and all the other life and whatnot on Earth developed, um, that that is not unique, that there are alien bacteria and viruses. There may be alien fucking slugs. There may be fucking other aliens that look almost exactly like humans, but have acid as blood and fucking shit rainbow ice cream. Uh, don't like, they have to grow silicone in like a weird space type environment, like silicone chips? No. Something like they that? They do that in a clean environment to make sure that there aren't impurities in the oh, silicone. Okay. Because if there are impurities, then um, the information doesn't travel the right way. It's, it, it's, um, it's a clean room. Like... Um, there's massive HEPA filters everywhere. Yeah, and they're wearing the fucking, you know, Breaking Bad type meth cooking outfits that, um, you know, hazmat type suits. But it's to keep people shit in, like, you know, the oils from our fingers and um, hair fucking follicles and dead skin and shit. Like, that interrupts information transmission or something. Electrical conductivity i forget what but anyway they 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 operate in as sterile an environment as they possibly can to make silicone chips uh -huh. um, but the 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 thing about venus that's got me fascinated is it's like almost as close to us as mars right mars is the closest venus is the next closest and the idea that there may actually be life even it's if it's bacteria um, or some other life that's as simple as bacteria is fascinating. Like, what does it look like? What does it do? You know? 
We'll see, man. Someone's going to take it like a tab of acid. They might try, but I'm willing <laughs> that it would kill their fucking asses. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Venus's <laughs> atmosphere is like chlorine and fucking uh, methane and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, like, inhale that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not good for you. <sighs> yeah, inhale those chlorine fumes. You'd die immediately. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, yeah, a human walking out onto Venus with no uh, protection, your lungs would melt inside you as the rest of you roasted because it's like 400 degrees during the day there. Gee, okay, speaking of bacteria and so diseases. Anyway, that's Venus. Speaking of bacteria and diseases, guys, I got my COVID test back. And guess what, guys? I'm free. Free of COVID-19. Woo! It's always good to hear Yes. Knock on wood. Yes, I've been on the front line since this whole thing started, guys. I'm free. I'm free. free. Yes. Yes. What? I said that is good news. (laughs) Yes. I know one person personally who has had COVID confirmed by a test. Uh-oh. Yeah. For me... she's still currently sick, but... um, in general is is doing all right but she's healthy and young and you know as soon as symptoms showed up got tested so she's being responsible and shit well not this guy this guy got the test guys very painful i didn't like it at all have you got a covid test yet no you didn't you did no but i've had nasal swabs before those things suck oh this one goes way back in there, man. Oh, and, yeah. And they oh, rotate it for... Strep throat too. Yeah, they rotate it for like a count of 10. Yep. And it's like, God damn, dude. Fuck that. Like at five, I'm done with it. Yeah, no, it feels like someone is tickling, tickling your nose to make you sneeze while also shoving a... Uh, like a McDonald's straw up your nose. Yeah, it's- it was like, ugh. It made my eyes water. I'm like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. I'm like, okay, you're doing great. You're doing great. Okay, we're on number five, six. I'm like, God damn it. out of my fucking nose. No, nope. uh, at least you didn't have to do it yourself. No way I wouldn't do that. I don't think I could. There mm-hmm. are some places that are having patients do their own swabbing. Oh, fuck because- that, man. It um, because it, it it has less of a chance to expose the staff person to um. Uh, no, we had like we had um we had like doctor people come in and do it for us with hazmat suits on and shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm free, guys. I'm free. Woo! Okay, so that's COVID-19, guys. I took my test and I passed. It's probably the only test I've passed in years. <laughs> <laughs> At least legitimately without yeah, I know. Of. Yeah, so, okay, so now to celebrate me passing the um, COVID test, I went straight to the movie theaters. And licked all the bathroom <laughs> Yep. I licked all the bathroom stalls, kissed all the um, ticket takers... They're real happy with it. Okay, here we go. So the first movie, guys, I saw, COVID-free. 
is um god damn where'd it go oh there it is the um the honest thief i hello my name's Liam Nason waiting for an honest thief a notorious bank robber turns himself in only to be double crossed by the two ruthless FBI agents I'm trying to turn myself into. This isn't Irish Spring. This is the honest thief. And yes, my wife did die in real life from a skiing accident. Very sad. Remember that? Remember when Liam Neeson's wife died? Um, in... In real life. Oh, right. Yes. No, I do know. Yeah, so, so it's me, starring Liam Neeson as Dom, Kate Walsh as not my real wife, but my girlfriend as Annie, Jai Courtney as Agent Nevs, Jeffrey Donovan as Agent Myers, Anthony Ramos as Agent Hall, and Terminator T-1000 himself, Robert Patrick, as Agent Sam Becker. And we have a dog named Tazzy. They put the dog in here? The dog is an IMDB fucking page? What the Why not? Fuck. God damn. Well, they have Facebook pages and Instagrams. Okay, right, so. The Honest Thief. It was the typical, I'm gonna turn myself in. I got nine million dollars. Like, he's been doing it for eight years, meets this chick, stops doing it for a year. Hasn't spent any of the money he's stolen. He has $9 million in cold cash in hiding. He calls the FBI wanting to turn himself in. Because I don't want to lie. I can't look at my girl's face and have this lie in the back of my head going, I'm a thief. So he's like... <laughs> it's like, okay, Liam, just calm down. I mean, I guess you got to applaud his honesty and self-reflection. What was... It's like, I gotta do this, mate. I gotta turn myself in. And have... Oh, have you sounded like Lucky. <laughs> I gotta turn myself in. Hey, with me Lucky Charms. Me lucky charms. <laughs> they're always after me Lucky Charms. Which happens to be nine million dollars. Arr. Now I'm a pirate. He could be a pretty good pirate. This is a Lucky Charms. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I have nine lucky charms. Green clovers, blue moons, yellow stars. What was the other one? I think that was it. They added rainbows way later, but okay, let's see. Yeah. Hearts? I feel like hearts are in there too. Red hearts, green moons, purple stars, red clovers, green clovers. Of course, green clovers, yellow stars, blue moons. Pink camel toes? Pink camel toes. Brown foreskins <laughs> and purple rainbows. <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> so disgusting! I know, right? So then they had um, <laughs> the honest thief. So it was a decent. Uh, there was about seven, eight people in the theater. One guy was sitting in my row, and I checked the tickets. He's not supposed to be in that row. Oh, uh, did you go over and punch him? I was about to. I'm like, fuck it. He's on the. If he sat next to me, but like, you're not supposed to be here. I bet look at, look at my phone. It said I checked the fo- I checked the seats on my phone. But okay, that there's two people over there. Okay, two people there. Okay, one person over there. You know, 
So it was uh, it's about yeah about eight people in the theater for like a four fifty showing of the Honest Thief, and it just starts out okay. He's an explosive expert from the fucking war. Boom, blows up, saves, takes all the money. The FBI agents don't believe they don't believe that it's him. He's like, come meet me at the hotel, and I'll tell you all about it. So the Jai Courtney and his partner show up there. He's boomerang. If you don't know, <laughs> yeah, I, it took me a second. I had to look him up. Horrible. He, this is this is probably his better role, which is not saying much at all. I think well, he played Bruce Willis's that, son too. What? Oh, that might be. But that Suicide Squad movie was garbage. I yes, it was. He, He's in the new one though. So, so let's see. So, <laughs> yeah. So he he basically he tries to turn himself in. I'm like, oh, because I didn't read anything about it. I'm like, oh, okay, these two guys are the bad guys in this one. They find the money. They're like, hey, no one's going to see us taking the money. His girlfriend, they, he's, he gives him the money to a storage unit that his girlfriend runs. His girlfriend runs a storage unit, um, has them on camera, taking the money, putting oh, it in shit. the trunk of the car, and they're like, we never saw any money. What are you talking about? They stash the money at a, at a safe house that they don't use anymore, the FBI. And then um, they, they, uh, they go back to the hotel and they're going to kill him, you know, with an unmarked gun. They're like, mm. okay, so where's the... Sa-? And, he, and Liam Neeson's like, okay, did you guys get the money? He's like, yeah, we got about... We got like three boxes. He's like, well, if you check it, you'll see that you only counted up to about $3 million. You think I'm stupid enough to give you all my money? Nah. <laughs> He's like, damn it, where's the other fucking four or five million? <laughs> Right, right? Right. Yeah, five. Yeah. Where's the other five million? He's like, I'm not that stupid. I'm not giving you all my money. So they stole about three million, thinking it was nine. And and then Robert Patrick comes in. What are you guys doing here? I came to follow up on this bank robber guy. Why are you guys here? I tried to call you all the time. Shut up. Dug, dug, dug. They shoot their fucking officer. The T-1000 gets mm-hmm. murdered? Yeah, he gets murdered in like 30 minutes into the movie. Oh, damn. So he's like, and he's like their boss. And so um, Jeffrey Donovan, Agent Myers, is his partner. So he's like, what the fuck, guys? He, he has no idea what's going on. He sort of pieces all, you know, all to, it's like a fugitive type situation. I don't care, you know. It wasn't me. It was the one-armed thief, yeah. Yeah, so, so he's chasing him around. You know, he, he, he sort of suspects the guy's. One of the guys shows up at the storage unit looking for the videotape. The wife, the wife was supposed to take a plane to a safe house, to a place that he had made safe for. She gets no, take a bus. She gets off the bus, goes to the storage unit because she remembered that the um, that there was recorded evidence of these guys taking the money. So she wanted to get it for Liam Neeson. Mm. He's like, "Hey, I'm here back at the storage unit. Get out of there! They're gonna come over there." Boom! They show up, start smacking her around. <laughs> Mm-hmm. slam her head and she stabs one of them in the leg with a pair of scissors uh s- smacks her head onto the desk she pops down you think she's like deadish but she's a more like a heavy comb not a coma but heavy concussion mm-hmm. she's in the hospital the other agent knows that they got into a fight at the storage unit and the other is like hey why are you limping he's like well when they when they killed um uh t-1000 you know, Liam Neeson does his old man martial arts on him. <laughs> right. You're like 90, well, still, dude. Still, it's going to take me 20 minutes to do this spin kick, but I'll get there. 
Yeah, so he's, uh, you know, so he's like, boom, disarms two FBI agents, of course, breaks through a window of a hotel, which is bullshit. Maybe like, like upper story. Yeah, window? upper story window. Those things are so thick, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're like a two inch, three inch thick. I mean, you look at them and you can't see out. Yeah, so he's like, boom, they smash through. It was like a second story, boom, right onto the awning, then roll down onto the ground. I mean, I guess if it's a cheap hotel from like the seventies, then it's in Boston. So that means nothing. Boston's a weird mix of new and old, man. Well, this is a newish hotel. I'm just saying because it's the bank robbery capital of the world. He's a bank robber in Boston. Blah blah blah. You know. Mm-hmm. So boom, smashes through the window, rolls out on the ground. They start firing him. Get out of here! You know, he he outruns him in a jeep. <laughs> it's like okay, sure. Uh, there's some- dude, those things haul. Oh yeah, those Jeep Cherokees are so fast. <laughs> compared to like a compared to an FBI Lincoln Impala, I don't think so. Hey, in Goonies it worked. Oh yeah, in Goonies, Jesus Christ. So they're you know, it's the average chasing around bullshit. You know, it ends really lame. With oh well, I got away with it. I'm gonna go to prison, but I'll get to see my lady. <coughs> You know, you still got to go to prison and serve the time for the money. But you're cool with me. It's one of those. It's like, ooh. It just ends. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that was a great movie. Awesome. It's so funny when they show trailers now before movies. Because, like, I don't know when this is coming out. Right. <laughs> when is this going to come out? <laughs> Neither do the people who are putting the, the trailers <clears throat> Yeah, I'm like, why are you even showing trailers right now? There shouldn't be any trailers. You don't know when these movies are They'll just be like... 2021 coming 2021 oh it's 2022 like that new uh free man movie with ryan reynolds as the you know video game guy free guy free guy whatever coming december uh 21st i'm like "Mm, is it i hope it does but just like like coming to america just got pushed to amazon (laughs) coming to america coming to america too oh my god they made that yeah what? And uh, that's that's that was supposed to come out like around this like winter because it came out December last year. It's going straight to Amazon, just like um, that new Pixar movie is going straight to Disney Plus. Soul, whatever it is, straight to Disney Plus. They're like, fuck it, we're not even gonna charge you thirty bucks for it like we did in Milan. Oh my god, yeah, December eighteenth, twenty twenty. Yeah, it was. For, it's going to America too. Yeah, it's going straight to video. Or Amazon, I think, bought it for $100 million. More than that movie would have made. Probably. But Amazon's got so much fuck you money at this point. Oh, yeah. Why not? Shit, they should buy fucking PlayStation. Man, well, no, they have their own streaming system they just came out with. Yeah, but it's garbage. Well, yeah. What? what uh, I forget what the name of it. Garbage? I think that is the name of it. Yeah, they just put out their own... Garbage, I'm pretty sure. Their own streaming system called Hot Garbage. <laughs> it's like wow the stadia and hot garbage google has stadia Lumina. and amazon amazon lumina that's stupid yeah it's dumb it, it looks like a, a controller for a roku device that's what it reminds me of it's just a no, it's, it's it's so bad bullshit. it's so bad Blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, it looks like a ripoff of an Xbox controller. No, everything's a ripoff of an Xbox controller now. Besides PlayStation's garbage, yeah. <clears throat> but this is pretty much an Xbox controller. 
offset thumbsticks, the D-pad below the left thumb, A, B, X, Y, four, you know, triggers on top, bump or two bumpers and, and two triggers. Like It, it looks just, horrible. Yeah, eh, fuck it. Whatever. It's like Google Stadia. That shit's all going to fucking die. Oh, yeah. Stadia is already dead in the water. No one gives a shit about it. Uh, and th- these are going to be like in your hotel rooms when you check in. But hey, play the latest Stadia. Oh, yeah, I'm you sure. Know? <laughs> play Lumina. Come on, guys. It's a high-tech hotel room. That's what it's yeah, going to be. The thing is, I just end up bringing my PC. Like, I bring my laptop. I well, can I know, play but games on my laptop. So. They're going to be in there like, a, you know, like just right there next to the fucking all the other shit they overcharge you for at a hotel room. Right, like, come instead on. of the old game, uh, GameCube controllers that they used to have. It'll be like, take the kids on a trip. We're going to have a Lumina and a Stadia and all the Disney hotels. Come on, guys. No, Disney's going to have their own soon. Oh, yeah, disney Like, come on, play as Adolf Hitler. Oh. In the new <laughs> Disney game. Play as the racist Bugs Bunny. Play as uh, Walt oh, no. Disney sympathizing for the Nazis. In the uh-huh. new, <laughs> in the new Walt Disney game, yeah, well, yeah, Disney is like they're. Um, I remember the last. Oh my God, when I went to Disneyland last, when I went to the World of Tomorrow thing, their high tech thing was a Connect. No, like whoa, this is the future, guy. Everyone already has one in their house. It was like 2011 or 2012. Like whoa, this is the future, guys. Wow. It's like, no, that's present. This isn't the future. <laughs> yeah, smart would have been like VR, like full setups with the haptic vests and. Oh, yeah, exactly. Know, or one of those, like those, some, those VR like, virtual uh, rooms. The, the those, Ready Player One kind of thing. Well, those rooms they have set up for VR where you rock around and like it's a black cube, but you put on your VR and it's a full fucking uh, like stormtroopers and shit. <clears throat> and you go through an actual maze. <clears throat> have you seen those? No. Not you haven't seen this? Maze. I've yeah. seen it where they have like a multi-directional fucking um, walking pad. You, no. you have a ring so you don't like fall but into this something. This is like there. laser tag with VR on. And you and it's an actual, like those are their actual walls and everything so you don't run into them because you can see them in VR. But sh- fake shit will pop out around the walls or and they just switch uh, up the themes. No, I haven't <clears> seen that. It kind of sounds fun. Like laser tag with VR goggles on, so it looks like you're in yeah. a Halo game or something yep. like that. That's exactly what it is. And it's like whole warehouse is set up for it. That sounds like a, a fun Saturday afternoon, to be honest. You can't do them anymore, but <laughs> when you could go into stuff. Right. <clears throat> they were, they were, I think they have a couple in downtown LA. They're selling tickets to it like through the Cinemark app. Like go to Terminator VR, so you're fighting Terminators and shit. Oh, that'd be cool. Like the other team looks like Terminators? Or no, no, it's just you and your like four friends are running around fighting virtual Terminators with your VR goggles on. Uh, okay, so it's a cooperative game. I yeah. got you. I yeah. was thinking laser tag as in there's like two teams. And no, <laughs> they're running into each other. <laughs> well, you no, know, because you, know, you, you make the other team look like a monster. You make the other team look like a, a Terminator or something. All points to shoot them from afar anyway neither <clears throat> so the real deal is it's you and your four friends fighting virtual monsters or terminators or whatever wearing vr goggles while you run around inside yes. a, a warehouse yep 
That's all set up so you can climb upstairs, and it's and real stairs. The actual walls that are present show up in in your view, so you know not to run into. But them. the v, but they're made up like a computer wall, or it looks like the side of an alien spaceship, but it's an actual wall in real life. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I'm with you now. That sounds fun. I would enjoy that. Yeah, they're they're just starting to blow up before all this shit happened, but. It's like the it's like you go to that and then an escape room and your whole night's complete. Yeah, see, escape rooms finally made it down here to the valley. Um, nothing you? about these digital experiences uh, like you're talking about, but I'd sign up for either or in one night. It sounds like a fun time either way. Just I haven't do been both. To escape Get hammered, yet. go into escape rooms. I, I think I'd be too no, claustrophobic. I go in like really caffeinated and high because it's all analytical, like puzzle solving shit. Well, that's why you get a bunch of people drunk. Put the key in the key. No, I see. I'd rather go in drunk to the uh, the Terminator shoot 'em up bullshit. And then they have VR roller coasters. To where you know how insane that would be. So, I mean, you would bar for. Oh sure. my god, I'd I'd never go on it. But yeah, it'd be like a whole different world, and you're going down into a monster's mouth and all this weird shit, right? Yeah, right. You put on VR goggles before you hit the roller coaster, and yep. you get a different experience. Yeah, hey, I've I've heard the concept before. We may have talked about it on the show. Um, but yeah, VR roller coasters—that's the future of roller coasters. So it's never the same ride twice. Right. I mean, it, that sounds wise, right? That's why um, Space Mountain is so brilliant. There's three different tracks, and you never know which one you're going down. Well, yeah, that, the thing's fucking nauseating as shit. Light tunnels. Well, here's the loop-de-loop. You're the fucking... You're the weak stomach one when it comes to that kind of nonsense. Oh, my God, yeah. It was all damn day. Oh, I can't... That's my head. That's not my stomach. I know. My head just feels like it's going to explode. I didn't want to call you weak-headed. That just sounds rude. Um, You said it, so I'll go with it. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah. I remember the last time we went to Six Flags in uh, Vallejo. Yeah. That's when I was puking. yeah, you. We rode on what two roller coasters, and the second one you got off, and it looked like you'd slammed like half a bottle of fucking whiskey in Ugh. minutes, dude. You look drunk as shit. It was really weird. Yeah, it was weird. It fucked up my equilibrium so bad. Yeah, I know. I remember you leaving, going, "I'm never going on a roller coaster again." And I yeah. think that was the last time you went. Uh, no, I went on one after that. But immediately, I went on the um, the California Rockin' Coaster before it turned into a... Um, it was California Screamin'. Uh, at, um, at California, at um, um, Disneyland, California. But they changed it to, like, some weird... It's all Pixar Island now, or whatever the fuck it is now, but... Right. It was when they still had the Tower of Terror. I went on that, and I went on California Screamin', and that was it. I'm like, nope, not anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, here's my next movie, guys. You ready? Rocket. Oh, wait. I didn't rate the other one. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Uh, what did I rate? Oh, the... What was it again? Oh, the honest. Two to five ear holes. Two to five eye holes. And two to five blown up houses. There's a house that gets blown up, guys. I wonder who blows it up. Maybe the demolition expert himself. Mm-hmm. But here we go. Here's a movie you might like. Love and Monsters! What? I said I saw it. 
Oh, did you? Okay, cool. You can read it with me. Love and Monsters. Mm-hmm. Let's put in this song then. Here we go. Yeah. You rented it for 20 bucks? No, I went to the theater with my kids. Ah, where was it playing in the theater? Uh, so I was down in the Clovis area and there was a independent theater that was open because they were following <clears throat> restrictions. None of the chains open are open down here. Oh, nice. There was, it wasn't playing in any theaters up here. I was looking for it. Okay. Yeah, and there, there were actually two theaters. Yeah, funny story. There were actually two theaters in the area playing it, um, none of which were like AMC or Regal or any of that shit. Uh, one was called Maya Cinemas, and the other was called Sierra Vista Cinemas. Yeah. And they're decent-sized theaters, but they're not owned by Cinemark, AMC, any of the big chains. Yeah, yeah I tried looking for any independents. There weren't any around here. Accidentally, I bought tickets at, at the Maya Cinema and accidentally took my kids to the Sierra Vista Cinema. Good move, Dad. That's where I'd bought tickets. <laughs> so we showed up 15 minutes early, like, yeah, well, time to get snacks. Awesome. And I try and get my Fandango shit scanned, and they're like, uh, there's no um, tickets on this QR code. And I'm like, motherfucker so we had about 15 minutes to go 15 minutes worth of driving we made it well because there's 20 minutes of trailers right we got in with snacks in time to see the beginning of the movie nice yeah it was a funny story though (laughs) okay i'll read the synopsis i don't read too good in a monster infested world joel Dylan O'Brien, a.k.a. Maze Runner Kid, who fell off and got in a severe accident in the last Maze Runner. His girlfriend is just 80 miles away. To make it through the dangerous journey, Joel discovers his inner hero to be with a girl of his dreams that doesn't like him anymore. But he doesn't know that yet. This is... Love and Monsters! Very predictable storyline, but Love and Monsters... It was. I mean, it was a total fucking coming of age, growing up, becoming a man, and having confidence in yourself fucking movie. Yes. I would, I would have liked to see it on the big screen, but I rented it for 20 bucks on Amazon. I will say on the big screen, it was a lot of fun. I really liked this movie. And, you know, take it for a grain of salt, but I took three kids aged 15 to 10, two boys and a girl. Um, and they all liked it? This movie, and they all fucking liked it. They all were raving, and part of that is they haven't been to see a movie since, like... <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, we're outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, no, it's not the outside part. Just, like, they haven't been in a theater to see a yeah. screen movie since, like... March? The fucking Last Avengers or the last Star... As, I can't remember. It's been a while. Yeah, so, okay, I that makes sense. Sonic the Hedgehog maybe was the last thing we saw in the theaters together. That's a funny movie. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> decent, but neither here nor there. Um... On the big screen, this was a fun fucking movie. And, uh, yeah. So my kids enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Fucking, my daughter was like, I can't believe this movie is making me cry. You know? (laughs) The whole relationship thing, like, he does all that and finds out that he's got nothing. Um, Oh, of course. I saw that coming. So same as an adult, (laughs) but my daughter, who's 13, did not. And (laughs) he's... 
you know, <laughs> that, that was interesting. And, and I'm not trying to make fun of her. You know, no, no, she, no. She, she hasn't seen enough what, movies to get those storylines, you know, to get the stereotypical. Also in a stage of her life where romance is romance. And yeah, not, exactly. Um, We're just jaded. To that shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think that's it. Um, neither here nor there again. But no, uh, predictable as fuck plot, predictable as hell story. But I liked the humor of the movie a lot. It there was a lot of self-deprecation from the main kid uh, Joel, yeah, Dylan O'Brien from The Maze Runner who hurt himself badly and all. Yeah, he, uh, he was like out for like uh, six months or something like that. He fell off the move a moving truck, right, and busted <clears throat> his shoulder bad or something. Uh-huh. You know, he played his character well, the kind of doofy, I don't know, I'm kind of worthless, who finds out he's not. Yeah. Um, but... The hero's journey. It really was. <laughs> like, it's everything that you love about, I don't know, epic fantasy or fucking, you know, many of the, the teen comedies that we grew up with. And um, thrown into a sci-fi world with giant slugs and snails and centipedes and yeah, the creatures look pretty cool. They really did. I liked it, and um, yeah. I thought they weren't going to show as many creatures as they did. I'm like, oh, okay, because I thought it was like way independent, where they're just going to hint at monsters. Okay, you know what so I mean. The I watched the trailer the day of going to see it oh you're one of those people no i was just looking (laughs) at what was playing in my area in theaters and i was looking at what would my kids probably like to watch right and i saw honestly if i saw some other shit i saw some older movies it's like "Ah." they didn't want to see the honest thief (laughs) i didn't want to see the honest thief. it's like the old school thief more than anything else but um you know, it just looked like something after, especially after I watched the trailer, my kids would all enjoy. And in the trailer I watched, at least, there were a fair number of critters. Like, you didn't see all of them, but you saw enough of them in different ways that they were interesting. Yeah, like they're was, weird. You know, I, I don't remember the trailer now that I've seen the movie, but... Like, let's just say in the trailer, you see, like, a fucking giant centipede. And then you also see a giant, um, take your pick, Chris. Uh, I forget what it was. Yeah, <clears throat> snail, a big rock snail. Yeah, like, like anything teeny now. Is, so, I saw a really cool way to sum this movie up that doesn't depend on Imdiba. Um, it's like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets uh any monster movie meets um i'll pick a hero's journey movie i don't fucking know star wars Uh, sure star wars works so you know you kind of hodgepodge those all together and you put in giant monsters and that's this movie and it's got humor and it's got tender moments it's got a little bit of fun and it's got some gross out shit which is cool um, yeah. Okay, who's so. the chick? Jessica Hardwick. She was in uh, the. Ma- she's gonna be in the Matrix Four. Jessica Henwick was Henwick. in fucking Limp Wrist. 
Limpress. Connie Wu from fucking Iron Fist on Netflix. Oh shit, that's what it is. I'm like, why does she look familiar? Okay, that's right. She was the chi- Okay. Yeah, she was um Iron Fist love interest. I forget her fucking name. Yeah, she was supposed to be in the Matrix 4 this year and um Godzilla vs. King. King Kong. Right. So I liked her in fucking Iron Fist, though. She was one of my favorite characters. Um, and she was a badass in that show. Like, she kicked fucking people's asses. So, but it's a strong cast. Like, Michael Rooker's in there. And besides that, it's all a bunch of people I've seen before. But, like, the main people who have any impact on the Joel, the main character. Um, and that little girl? I like that yeah, little, she was badass too. She was uh she was the young Gamora. You're right. I was thinking the same damn thing. She looks familiar, and that's where it is. She was young Gamora in fucking the Avengers movies. Yep. In uh, Infinity War. She was a young Gamora. I'm trying to think if she was in she's like in a bunch of movies coming out in twenty twenty one. She was in yeah. Scooby. Oh, or no. she was in Scoob. Yeah, so when they're filming with the dogs, Dylan was the only one allowed to interact with Hero and Dodge. Those are the two they're two different dogs. Two different dogs playing yeah. the role of uh-huh. Yeah. If if the chick was there filming scenes with the dogs, Dylan would have to take the day off and not be present on set. Wow. I don't know why that was oh, whatever. Uh, maybe because he connected well with the doggies and so they'd pay attention to him. Oh, yeah, 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 probably. Like, I have that with my my dog, Red. Fucking big German Shepherd, Malinois mix. He, uh, when I'm around, like, anyone else can say anything to him and he's looking to me. He'll look at you for like, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> and even then, if I'm like, go, go do that. Like, really? Should I? <laughs> Are you sure? Because you didn't tell me I needed to go do that. You yeah. know, it's that uh-huh. kind of, huh, I want to obey, but I'm not sure I should. <laughs> so they have, uh, what is it? Uh, where's the other names for it? Damn it. They don't have different names. Damn it. Well, you know, you translate love and monsters into every language in the world and it's going to be love and monsters, you know? Okay. Uh, let's see. Filming locations, Queen Islands, uh, Australia is where they filmed it. That makes sense. <clears throat> Australia, mate. An opening weekend made $255,000. Worldwide, it made $255,000. <laughs> wow. So they're not making a second one. Mm, they don't really need to. I don't think they do, but they easily could if it had been popular. Uh, it's, it was one, if it blows up, maybe when it comes out on video or for free on Netflix or something, maybe, and people are clamoring for, oh, Love and Monsters too. Monsters in love, they could do a lot more with the creatures, you know, they could do a lot with it, but I I knew that, I knew that boat captain was fucked up. Oh yeah. No, that again, from a fucking long mile off, you know, it's like, Hey, come on, mate. I'm going to look at my boat. It's like a piece of shit out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I have a crab connected to an electric chain. <laughs> I have a 10-ton crab that I'm trying to control. Yeah, that seems brilliant. <laughs> How did that work? <laughs> it's like, whatever. Okay, whatever. The crab will know where to go, mate. 
Right. Well, crabs like to follow the coastline, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> there were no potholes, admittedly. Oh, but yeah. But it was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. It was a good popcorn movie. It was great with my kids. You know, there were a few parts that... I don't know. Uh, uh, the, f- the funniest part was when the parents got crushed. <laughs> <laughs> Run! <laughs> like, oh, no. Come on. We're going to pick you up. We're the shelter crew. Come on, guys. I'm still wearing the red coat or the red hat that they hung up earlier. Can't you see? <laughs> um, We're the shelter the crew. Part? Huh? Was that the funniest part? Yeah. I think okay. it was. The shelter crew? Right. The original <clears throat> people he was living with. I got you. Uh, they were pretty funny, the shelter people. Oh, yeah, because they were just treating him like a loser. Like, yeah, you're good at making soup. And he was uh, a loser. He didn't do any. He couldn't. He hasn't gone out of that thing in how many years? Seven years. Right. I mean, Chris, he hadn't gone on his quest yet. I know, but it's just like a whole problem. Anyway, I don't know. Again, fun movie, popcorn flick. Totally. Kind of hope they make a sequel. It would be fun. But overall, it's a good flick. I'd give it a. Three and a half out of five. Um, what? Can't hit shit with fucking arrows. I give it a three to five ear holes, three to five eye holes, and three to five rocket arms. <laughs> Grenade launcher arms. I built yeah. it myself. Right. That <laughs> seems totally safe and legit. <laughs> <laughs> I can shoot rockets over my back. And he got his ass kicked from those uh-huh. people, man. He kept coming. Uh, then he fucking stabs that crab in the mouth. You know, there's a lot With of weird shit. Nice eyes, Chris. Oh, yeah, he had nice eyes. Should have stabbed it in the eyes. It's like, ah! Yeah. Well, I didn't know for sure, and I don't know what nice eyes on a gigantic monster look like. Like, read the eyes. Yeah, no, there, there are definitely some points where it's like, mm, but overall, it was a good movie. Yeah, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was uh, one of the better movies I saw this weekend, that's for sure. Over um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> The Honest Thief. I would have rather seen that in the theater than The Honest Thief. I would have seen The Honest Thief at home and then this in the theater, but oh well. It was definitely like a big screen experience. Like a 10-ton crab compared to someone about my height, right? I'm about 5'11", so... The main actor's probably somewhere in that range. Let's see. Dylan O'Brien is 6'7". <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no he's, not. <laughs> he's not. Just because he did not tower over fucking his uh, girlfriend. Rooker's, Rooker's like six foot something. Yeah. Yeah, and his, yeah, his girlfriend's like 5'2". He's like... Bruh. Right. If he was 6'7", it would be ridiculous. No, um, no, he's probably like five, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there, about my height. And seeing him next to some of those monsters, it's like on a big screen was really cool. You know when they do the wide angle shots. Yeah, that's what and, I like to uh, see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it was neat. It was well done, and it holds up. On well, I saw it in UHD 4K on my Amazon for twenty bucks. Four more dollars, I could have bought it. But I didn't. I, I would have probably bought this movie, but I may not have done 
I may not have bought the movie before I saw it. So yeah, probably the same thing you did. So I was spending 40, you know, it, it, I took three kids to the theater. So tickets were 50 bucks and then another Holy 40 shit. on, um, snacks when we got there. Jesus. So yeah, I like simultaneous release at home. Well, you could have seen it at home, but nope. Yeah, no, I spent five times almost what her, <laughs> yeah, about five times what you did to see that movie on a big screen. But hey, popcorn and candy and ices and all that bullshit. But uh, anyway, it gets the kids out of the house. Movie. Go see it. Yeah. Okay, here's the next movie I saw, which is pretty good. What's that? You might like this. Your kids might not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit of a uh, horror movie. Horror comedy called The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, this is a comedy? Yes. Terror grips a small mountain town as bodies are discovered after each full moon losing sleep, raising a teenage daughter and caring for his ailing father who is actually dead because it's Robert Forrester. Officer <laughs> Marshall struggles to remind himself. I don't know why that's so funny. There's no such thing as werewolves. Or is there? This is... Of course there is. The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Written and directed by Jim Cummings. Starring Jim Cummings as John Marshall. Ricky Lindholm as Officer Julia Robbins. Dead Robert Forrester as Sheriff Hadley. Chloe East as Jenna Marshall. Jimmy Totero as PJ Maffery. Marshall Altman as Jeremy. What was he in? The nice uh, prison break. Quantum break. I don't recognize anyone past uh, Robert Forrester. Uh, what did Jim Cummings do? He's like a writer-director. Uh, he did Thunder Road, which I didn't see, Wolf of Snow Hollow, and Krisha. I haven't seen any of those. Maybe I should watch those. They look pretty good now. It's a, um, so basically he's a, uh, he's a sheriff, and it's a Utah, small Utah town. Opening scene is this guy and his girlfriend are going out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, it's a werewolf. Rips are open. Uh, all of her parts are everywhere. It's a small town, so they have no they have no control of the press. They have no control of rumors going around. He's an Alcohols Anonymous in a small town, so everyone knows who he is. Uh-huh. So it's almost like <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> it's almost like pointless to be an Alcohols Anonymous when everyone knows who you are in the town. Right when there's like ten people in yeah, town. Yeah, and and like eight of them are in Alcohols Anonymous with you. Right. <laughs> you're like what the fuck. And the ninth guy <clears throat> runs it, and the tenth guy yeah. is, uh, I don't know. That, that was pretty funny. It, like, defeats the purpose of Alcohol's Anonymous. Right. It's like, uh, it's like, come on, man. You see at the meeting, but everyone's an alcoholic. Yeah. So he's a recovering alcoholic, um, turn, sheriff, bodies are turning up left and right. The werewolf looks cool. Or is it a werewolf? So yeah, so the werewolf looks cool for what it is, and um, one of the cooler looking werewolves I've seen in an independent movie. 
And they, uh, um, and so, yeah, the werewolf's been attacking people, uh, bites off one chick's head, rips out one chick's vagina. Oh, really? They're like, her, uh, thingy's missing. Oh, her vagina. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Is that Robert Forrester who can't say vagina? <laughs> no, no, one of the other, like, younger cops. And, uh, everyone hates the, um, everyone hates, uh, John uh, John Marshall because he can't solve the crime fast enough, and everyone's freaking out in the town. Well, do you want your vagina ripped out? They're like, like you should have solved this by now. It's like I'm trying, motherfuckers. You know, he, he's arguing with all the townspeople all the time. Uh, it's it's another independent movie. This one you had to buy for fourteen dollars. I'm like, What's fine, that? I'll buy it for fourteen bucks. Was it worth it for fourteen bucks? Yeah, it's worth it for fourteen bucks. Uh, I I bought um, Bill and Ted Face the Music for twenty four dollars, and that was not fucking worth it. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch that yet. God, that thing's a piece of shit. Don't watch it. Uh, I want to though. Well, then check it out when it comes out for rental. I think it's yeah. oh, it is out for rental. What am I talking about? I'm sure it is by now. <clears throat> but that rental is probably twenty bucks. I'm trying to milk it. Uh, let's see. This is the Robert Forrester's final film. Yeah, because he died, right? Yeah, he's dead. I remember, I think I remember us talking about him. Yeah, he died in 2019. Mm-hmm. So what, he was, well, well he's in Jackie Brown, but I recognize him as a character actor from all types of shit. Oh yeah, he's been around forever. Now look at he's been in The Descendants, Jackie Brown, Olympus Has Fallen, classic. No. Uh, Amazing Stories, uh, Better Call Saul. He's in El Camino. He's in Breaking Bad. He's uh, he's just one of those character actors who pops up in everything. I'm trying to look at his like early, early shit. Yeah, I'm. I've been scrolling for a while, and I'm only at 2005, so... 73, 74, medium cool, stalking moon, premier, New York Police Department, Diamond Man, Hollywood Harry, Knight Rider. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who knows Knight Rider? Uh, He's been around forever. Okay, so he was one of the... He was the dad in Me, Myself, and Irene with Jim Carrey. He was Colonel Peck. Partington. Okay, I, I didn't even know, recognize him in that movie. I was more no. paying attention to um, br- uh, what's his face, Franks and no. Beans. Oh, what's his uh, name? Fuck, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, right? No, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> it's Matt Dillon and uh, Ben Stiller. Right, but Franks and Beans. I thought that was Vincent D'Onofrio. No, D'Onofrio. no, <laughs> no. I think that was a really retarded guy. No, it was not. It was not Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> it fucking looked like him. <laughs> was from it? The end of uh, uh, fucking Full Metal Jacket. It Maybe it was. I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, it wasn't Vincent D'Onofrio? No, it was not. Okay, so this movie made 91 no. million domestic, 168 million, 168,000, sorry. 91,000 domestic, 91 million. <laughs> Yeah, this movie's exploding. Cannot be fucking right. <clears throat> Ninety-one thousand domestic, hundred and sixty-eight thousand uh, 
gross. So worldwide, 100, uh, 168,000. A running time of 83 minutes. Nah. It's a little under an hour and a half. So that's pretty good. I suppose. You know, it just like goes boom, boom, boom. It goes, okay, werewolf, okay, attack, okay, werewolf, attack. Okay, now we caught who's a werewolf, who's a werewolf. We don't know. Is that guy the werewolf? Oh, we think we caught the werewolf. No, we didn't. Now we caught the werewolf. But yeah. no, everyone's the werewolf. Everyone's the werewolf. The wolf of Snow Hollow. It's a good uh, Halloween movie, I guess. For uh, what it is. I won't tell you. I won't tell you the ending if you're gonna watch it. Are you gonna watch it? I might. Uh, it's better than <clears throat> Hubie Halloween, huh? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Hubie has some good comedy in it. <laughs> Why don't you show that to your kids? They might like Hubie Halloween. It's like a little scary with you know Adam Sandler type humor. I watched that with my girlfriend, and both of us said never again. You didn't like Hubie Halloween. You didn't like the t- you didn't like the shirts the grandparents were wearing. Oh, the shirts were fucking. <laughs> Yeah, no, <clears throat> that shit was like one of the funniest things about that movie. Wait, it's, it's not a just, great movie, but it's a good like kids Halloween movie. It, yeah, I mean it is, but <sighs> it would be Halloween. Really, it's really kid humor. That's the problem. Like, oh yeah, there's nothing there for the grown up. Oh yeah, like, of course. But there are plenty of movies that that do that well, right? They have the nods to the grown up humor. Or things that you're not going to get till you're older. And then they have the obviously funny kid shit. Like, this was all obviously funny kid shit besides, <clears throat> like, basically the shirts the grandmas were wearing. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the Wolf of Snow Hollow is decent. A better one I liked was, uh, it's called, um, but it's a Shudder original. If you don't have Shudder, I don't think you can get it anywhere. Maybe you can rip it off YouTube or something. But uh, it's called Scary Stories. It's a it's a better movie than it sounds, but it's a good movie. Hmm. <clears throat> it's about two one successful writer and one coming up writer telling each other scary stories in a cabin in a power outage. Hmm. But it gets it gets it's good. It's not like Be- oh, because each story is like a vignette. No, they act out each story. Interesting. What movie is that? It's called Scary Stories. It's on what now? It's on um, Shutter. Oh. Yeah, well, that's a service I'm never gonna. Shutter's amazing, man. If you like horror movies, they just re- they just did the Creep Show. That's why I'm never gonna sign up for it. Uh, yeah, it's all horror movies. <laughs> yeah, that again. See previous whispered comment. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's not my jam enough. To justify <clears throat> the additional, <clears throat> it's like you can rent it. You can try it trial for fourteen days. You know, sign up, watch a couple of the Shutter originals, like a uh, scary movie, or the host. No, not the host. Um, God damn it! It was a it is an internet one that they filmed all during quarantine over people on Zoom. God damn it! It was pretty good. It's like wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> Let's put it this way. It took me three days to watch it part one. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> With, uh, you know, not Stellan Skarsgård, the other Skarsgård. <clears throat> yeah. Goofy-eyed, goofy-eyed Skarsgård. Yeah. 
Yeah, it took me three days to watch that movie. And uh, the last part I had to watch with the lights on during the day. Okay, well, yeah, that, that's a movie. That's a good one. That's a good scary movie, but it's a good movie, like a good 80s movie. It is, and I like the book. I Like, I can read horror books all day long. That doesn't freak me out, but it's something about being able to visualize it on the screen. Uh, this That's why they're perfect in the movie theaters, because you have to look away or walk out. Uh-huh. You know, that's why I love but, horror movies in the theaters. But that that's why I wouldn't. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Wolf of Snow Hollow, I rate three to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, and three to five lost vaginas. They're like, we don't know where it is, sir. <clears throat> like, what? You don't know where a vagina... It doesn't show brutal murders. It shows, like, you know, like, body parts, but it's not super gory. Like, you get the gist of it. it won't, it'll show, like, a chick being attacked, but it won't show her arms getting ripped off. It did show one severed arm. You know, where she's like, ah, she lifts her arm up and her arm's missing, but. So, like, PG-13 gore? A little more. It's our gore. Okay. Like, soft R, though. Yeah, soft. It's not like Saw, where they're like, ah, cutting into their face and their brains are splitting open. It's not like that. Right. <clears throat> you know, it's not, it's not gore porn or whatever they call it. Hey, gore, gore porn. Is that what I they think. call it? No, it's a different one. It's, uh, is that what it is? Well, there's torture porn. Torture like porn. There it is. It's not torture porn. Saw invented that term, I guess. Torture porn. Yeah, or like, um, like the. Uh, God, was it the host? Now I forget that fucking movie on. That one actually was creepy to me because I watched that um, when I was on vacation up in Tahoe, really stoned, late at night. You know, on my headphones. I'm like, holy shit! It was pretty freaky. <laughs> <laughs> but I got through oh speaking of which okay remember that house that you say is haunted near my work right that next day what we were talking about last episode yeah that next morning I go up I don't go up to the house but I look up in the windows right and I see I swear to god two little lights running around in there not running around and I swear I thought it was reflection from the street lamps mm-hmm. you know so I didn't think anything of it I'm like oh, okay so because I'm walking at it looking at it in different angles you know like, trying to see, like, what light is bouncing off of the windows way up top. I'm like, huh, okay, it must be street lamps. And it was, like, whitish lights, you know, almost like a street lamp reflecting in a window type white. And they were, like, not moving up and down, but, like, when I was moving, they are sort of moving around. Okay. So then I'm like, oh, okay, that must be street lamps. So I didn't think anything twice. The next night, they're not even there. The next day I go there. I'm like, where are those reflective lights I saw? The same... <laughs> Time of day. Same time same- of day, same window. It's like, it's 5.30 in the morning. It's still dark out. It's the same. And I look at the windows in the daytime and they're boarded up. Hmm. Okay, there's, there's wood and one of the windows is like almost falling out. You know, because I'm like, what the fuck was that then? Because yeah, ever since then, I've been looking at those windows every morning now. I'm like, where's that light reflecting that I saw that one time? I don't know what it was. <clears throat> It might have been a ghost. I don't know. But I was like, what the fuck? Because I, I always look at that house every morning. And, and there was uh, up in the very top, there's these attic windows. And, and, the, and there's two that are facing out towards the street. And the, all the street lamps are on. So I thought it was a reflection off the lamps, like up at the top, upper part of the hill. Like bouncing off. the. But it's not. 
I don't know what the fuck it was. So take that what you will. That is weird, yeah. I don't know what it was. Because I'm still looking for it now. I'm not going to walk up to the house in the, at 5.30 in the morning. But <laughs> I, I should walk up there, right? Like, hey, what's in here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm just creeped out by that house in the daytime. But so yeah, what's the next flick? Sorry. Huh? The what? What's your next flick? Uh, the next one? There's two haunted houses in the windows. Okay. So let's see the next one I got, guys. Oh, where did it go? It is... Boom. Oh. Oh, here it is. Kajillionaire, guys. Another one I paid 20 bucks for. Kajillionaire. Oh, wait. I was going to play this song for it. Not that yet. I'll play this yet. Here we go, boom. Pounds, dollar, million, dollar, 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 K I or no K K A L L <clears throat> Hold on, Kajillionaire. Should be right here. I looked it up earlier. Oh well. Kajillionaire. Tell me, tell me how to be. A millionaire. Tell me, tell me how to be. How to be a millionaire. Oh man, where it go? Kajillionaire. Millionaire. K A. Trillionaire. J I. Kajillionaire. Starring Evan Rachel Wood as Old Dolio. Gina Rodriguez as Melinda. This is the plot. A woman's life is turned upside down when her criminal parents invite an outsider to join them on a major heist they're planning. This is Kajillionaire. 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 Act up in the face. Starring Avon Rachel Wood as Old Dolo, Gina Rodriguez as Melania, Jebra Winger as Teresa, Mark Ivan as Stovak, Robert J- Richard Jenkins as Robert, Dina Marira. Wait, hold on. Was that Debra Winger? No. I guess it was Debra Winger. Okay, boom. Let's go to the score here. Kajillionaire score. Kajillionaire. So the pl- the parents are scam artists, basically. To the point to where they've raised their daughter to be one ever since the begin ever since she was a little girl. They they've raised her to be a scam artist. Um, it has 
very weird, quirky. They live next to a um, a bubble factory, and the bubbles, the bubbles uh, next door, they keep overflowing into their into their office building, which they all live in. And and they have to take trash cans every day. It's like three times a day when the bubbles, it's like almost like a, a car wash foam that comes seeping down the walls inside <laughs> inside their office building. So they're sitting there taking trash cans and uh, empty trash cans and scraping them along the walls to get all the bubbles out. They can live there for 500 bucks a month because of this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're constantly trying to scam everyone for everything. The, the opening scene, they, uh, they break into... They don't break into, but they're using like an old um, P.O. box key. They reach their hand in and reach around and try to grab a package and then pull it through. So they have like... It has like a tie in there. And like, ooh, this is a nice tie. We could sell this tie. This is really good. They don't use cell phones because they think everyone's tracking them. Which is not wrong. But <clears throat> no, but you know what I mean? Like, like they're, they don't... Um, go to cameras because once they get your identity as a camera, they can track you and uh, steal your identity. And then uh, Evan Rachel Wood has been raised by these people her whole life. But she talks like this the whole time. Hey guys, what are you talking about? Don't and but she's she's never Rocky been like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, okay. she's never really been physically touched or loved by her parents whatsoever. <clears throat> really weird. So, right. So well, black comedy. Yes, yes, very much a black comedy. They um the so the parents are just yeah, just weird scam artists. So she she um thinks of an idea. Her, her, she has she got free tickets to New York. So they're going to fly to New York with three um bags of luggage, lose the luggage on purpose and then get the money back. Cuz it's like 1500 bucks for lost luggage. So just to get $1,500, they fly to New York and back, lose the luggage on purpose, pretend they don't know each other at the baggage claim, and they practice this. They're like, you don't know me. You don't know me at the baggage claim. They're like, but do we know each other? Yes, your husband and wife. You know each other. Oh, okay. You know, there, it's really weird, man. It uh, and, and every time an earthquake happens, they stand still. They're like, don't touch anything. It's all static electricity. So, <laughs> so they stand still. Because they're living in LA and tremors are all the time. Like, oh my god, what? (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, it's. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she wears like a tracksuit. Her hair's just straight down. Uh, The mom and dad just like just dress like in shambles. Sort of. They almost look homeless. Uh, I'm trying to think of like good scams they did. What is this on again? It's called Kajillionaire. It's on um, Amazon Prime for 20 bucks. Okay. I'm surprised it's not playing in a theater near you. It should be. It might be. It <clears throat> probably would not have been on my list of things to watch with my kids. No, no. Uh, but I'm sure it's playing next to you. Kajillionaire. Uh, let's see. It is... I think that's about... I don't know what else they had in it. Yeah, her name is Old Dolio, named after a homeless man off the street. Her parents named her that. Sweet. Like Old Dolio. Uh, there was a man who gives wood, anything made of wood. He's saying, you give me wood. Mm-hmm. 
When, oh no, Teresa says, when a man gives you wood of anything, because a man gave her a toothpick, he's saying, you give me wood. That's a quote from the movie. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. Let's see what else they have here. It's a, well, I say it's a weird fucking movie. Yeah, it sounds like it. <clears throat> Uh, they just, yeah, the, all they do is just try to scam their way through life. They, they meet a lady, oh, they meet a lady. This lady is, sells eyeglasses off the plane. She starts, ho- like, hanging out with them. They go to an old man's house who's dying, right? And the old man's, like, he's in the bed going, please make more noise like you're a family. So they start making up fake conversations, and they start, like, oh, do you want some cake? Yeah, I'd like some cake. And there's just empty plates. The girl starts playing the piano. They start watching TV. It's like, that sounds perfect. <clears throat> um, <laughs> hmm. And they're just trying to wait for this guy to die so they can steal his checkbook. He's like right on the verge of dying. Um, they go to this other lady's house. They say they're like, like, um, like, oh, we're the salesman that you wanted. Oh, really? Great. She lets him in. They're just go rummaging through all of her shit while one person's talking to her. And then they just walk out the door and she's like, where did you go? You know, just weird shit. They're fucking weirdos. That's what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. God damn it. Uh, well, oh. Nothing. Ignore it. So the... Uh, uh, huh. Yeah. So what's the overall verdict? Two out of five ear holes, two out of five eye holes. Three out of five fake cakes. Like, oh, do you want some cake? Yeah, I'd like some. Mm, this is good. Did you bake this fresh? Yep, I just made it today. <coughs> and yet I bought it in like the just about to expire bin at my local dollar store. Yeah, no, they wouldn't buy it at all. They're like, every, like she goes to the grocery store with this one girl and she's like, oh, it's like you can sample anything in these aisles. It's like, no, we're going to buy stuff here. We're not because she hasn't been with her parents in one scene. And she's like, every other aisle has a camera on it, so you're you so you you're safe. She's like, you can eat stuff in these other aisles. It's like most aisle, most um, ch- uh, cameras are in a pentagram position, so you have to go down every other lane. It's weird shit. Mm. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay, another movie. Uh, the last one, guys. And let me see here. I got the Honest Thief. Um, Love and Monsters. Wolf of Snow Hollow. Wolf of Snow Hollow. Kajillionaire, what we just did. Uh, I'll do the Mortuary Collection next week. That's another um, one on Shudder. Okay, we can do the last movie, then we'll do another TV show. Okay, here we go, guys. This one's on Netflix. The Trial of the Chicago 7. Hmm. The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Starring six guys and one black man. The Trial. Okay. <laughs> Bugsy Siegel. No, um. So The Trial of Chicago Seven. It's, it's a better story than they put it out to be a Netflix you know, you know the story of this trial of Chicago Seven. Hey, yeah, I've read it before. It's been a while. The story and of seven it, people it, on trial 
from various charges surrounding uprising at the 1968 Democratic National Convention in Chicago. Uh, starring Eddie Redmayne as Tom Hayden, who still looks like a little boy no matter what you dress him up in. Uh, Alex Sharp as Ray Davis. Shasha Baron Cohen as Abby Hoffman. <laughs> that one didn't work for me. I'm like, just because you have an afro and wear an American flag shirt, you're not Abby Hoffman. Uh, Jeremy Strong as uh, uh, Jerry Rubin. Um, John Carroll Lynch as David Dillinger. Yab Abdul Mateen as Bobby Seal. Uh, Mark Rylance as William Custer. Joseph Gordon Levitt as Richard Schultz. Ben Trotzman as Leonard Wingsman. JC. Mackenzie as Thomas Blah, Frank Angela as Judge Julius Hoffman. He's all, we have no relation to Abby. Michael Keaton as Ramsey Clark. Uh, Caltrain Fitzgerald, blah, blah, blah. It's mostly courtroom drama. They show flashbacks of the, the uh, riots and stuff that took place. But they don't <clears throat> really show much which I thought was pretty lame I'm like uh, it's not like it's not like it doesn't go in uh, chronological order it doesn't go okay we're gonna get all these people together they do show them okay call these people we're gonna all meet in Chicago at the Democratic National Convention and start shit right we're gonna protest this stuff blah 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 I'm like okay cool and then it cuts to bam they're all in court like okay and then it starts doing flashbacks of like how it all started, how the incidents happened, how the cop hit the one kid in the back of the head. And uh, what's his face? Um, Tom, Tom Hayden said, uh, let the bloods run or let the streets run red with our blood. Or with, yeah, with the blood, but he meant our blood, not their blood. So they <laughs> took out of context. <clears throat> he's all let the streets run red with their blood or I mean our blood but no one heard that they just heard their blood so bam mm-hmm. cop riot they all got trapped uh, on these three bridges uh, where the dark knight was filmed <clears throat> and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the cops just started beating the shit out of everybody and everything just got out of control like normal you know like any other fucking protest that goes on in the 60s so they were protesting the Vietnam War people didn't know that uh, and they didn't like the Vietnam War going on. So all of them just started shit. They all got arrested. Then they all got put on trial against the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. And they all got, I think, 10 years in jail. No, six years. Something. Like, I think it was five to six years in jail, I believe. But the trial itself was pretty ridiculous. They actually gagged and bound... Um, Bobby Seal for several days in the courtroom and people are like what the fuck <clears throat> like something has never happened before you know even the government was like what the fuck are you doing judge mm-hmm. he's like there's a man bound and gagged in your courtroom and uh, and I don't it's like I, I think we should call for a mistrial for this guy and then he gets mistrial because of it because uh Extreme. It shows bias by the court, which you're not supposed to have. Well, yeah. no. Oh, it was so biased. <laughs> it was like, this guy, this judge hated these people. 
But yeah. Bobby Seal was only in Chicago for four hours. He gets lumped into this group of people just because he's black. And he's also a member of the Black Panther. Yes, he's a member of the Black Panther Party, yeah. So he was already on <clears throat> because of that. <clears throat> yes. And his um and he was never um if he never had a lawyer. So he's sitting there going, I don't have a lawyer. Let me cross examine this guy who's talking shit about me. Like, no, shut up, sit down. And uh I forget his buddy, man. Damn it. Um uh Fred Hampton. He was speaking out for him behind like whispering in his ear and shit. And and they raided his house and killed him during the trial. So, so they raided his buddy's house, killed him just so he couldn't be in court with uh, Bobby Seal. Is what they're hinting at they did. Mm, okay. Well, I I know only a little bit about the riots at that Democratic National Convention that year. Yeah. Um. You know, probably an area to read into because I'm sure there's a lot of different takes. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Was this, was it a movie? Yes, it's a, a movie. Doc- it's it's a two-hour movie. So it's... Uh, it's uh, Aaron Sorkin. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a historical fiction, basically. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, I... I guess it's something I'm, I've been meaning to read, read about for a while. and um, Now you can watch the movie. No, but <laughs> I want to read the history behind it. Like, what actually happened? <clears throat> who said what, when? It's, where are there gaps in the stories? Because I've always well, heard this as being um, complete police overreach. Like, Yes, they, they, at one point, they didn't let the jury into the courtroom. And... Um, and they put an ex-general, a.k.a. Uh, on the stand, uh, Ramsey Clark, Michael Keaton's character. They wouldn't let the jury hear his testimony when he did say that the police were there to start violence. Mm. He admitted to it. And they're like, how is this not going to be shown in front of a, a jury? He's like, because I don't want it to. Yeah. You know, shit I mean, like that. <laughs> like, Jesus, asshole. And... <clears throat> that is how the judge reacted to that kind of situation yes. in the actual history of this? Yes. That's huge, right? Like, that invalidates a trial immediately because the judge has already decided the case. Exactly. And he's steering the jury towards the outcome he wants. That's not what a judge is supposed to do. No, no. They're supposed to be biased, right? Just right down the middle, hearing both sides. Un- Unbiased. Unbiased. <laughs> yeah. This guy's biased. Unbiased. Yeah, they're <clears throat> basically supposed to be the person who is keeping the arguments of the lawyers within the legal bounds that it needs to be. He's like the referee, right? He's the guy who's calling when someone commits a foul. Like, a, that's a bad argument. You can't talk about that. Um, but something like what you described is not. Yeah. That's in, in the movie, he was bound and gagged for one scene. In reality, it was several days. Yeah. That he was bound and gagged in the courtroom. Uh, and Steven Spielberg was attached to this movie. Oh, really? He was that gonna, would have been interesting. It was going to be Heath Ledger as Tom Hayden. 
Ledger passed away a day before he was scheduled to meet with Spielberg. Spiel- oh, wow. So this movie's like been like, what, eight years in the works now or something? More, yeah. And uh, Spielberg was also going to have Will Smith as Bobby Seale. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Jeremy Strong, writer, director, da, 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 da. Uh, okay, 68. That's uh, uh, nothing. Paul Greengrass and Ben Stiller were rumored to be in talks to direct this movie. Uh, the film. Ben Stiller? Yep. Does he do good dramas? Jet. Seth Rogen was set to play Jerry Rubin, and Jeremy Strong would play Seth Rogen. And uh, Yabal Dumatine replaces... Yeah. What? How does Jeremy Strong play Seth Rogen? No, Jer- uh, Jeremy Strong, the actor. Mm-hmm. So he's going to play Jeff Rubin. And oh. Jeremy Strong replaced Rogen. Gotcha. I could see either of them. Uh... No Jeremy Strong offhand. Uh, he's in a great series. He just got an Emmy for... Um, <clears throat> God damn it. Succession? Yes, Succession, which is a great show. He plays like the asshole fucking... Like fucking right-wing, coked-up, spoiled son of a billionaire. Okay, hmm. see. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen uh, portrays Abby Hoffman. 48 was 48 during the filming, four years younger than Abby Hoffman was when he died in 89. He committed suicide. He didn't die. Yeah, He but shot himself in the clean, head. They have to clean that up, right? Oh, whatever. When he shot himself in the head. Uh, let's see. John Car- Okay, that's about it for the trivia. But yeah. Yeah, Abby Hoffman, yeah, he killed himself in 89. I think. I don't know why. Why? Do you know why he killed himself? Because no one stole his book? No one's stealing this book 89 Yeah, He died in 89 Uh, Let's see about the uh, No, not shot in the head Found dead in his apartment Cause of death was an overdose Of 150 phenobarbital tablets And liquor Jesus, that's a good way to go You just fall asleep Yeah 150 tablets were in his belly? Uh, it, you know, it doesn't talk about his autopsy and shit like that. They ruled it a suicide, but it was not obviously violent, like shooting your own self in the head. And then he shot himself in the head after he he oh, missed several he times. Probably, he tried to shoot himself in the head, but missed. Right, because of the 150 <laughs> phenobarbital tablet <laughs> and liquor? Yeah. And, no. Um, I Yeah, I, I don't. They say it was a suicide, or more of an overdose than a suicide. Well, I mean, intentional overdose is suicide, just like shooting yourself in the head, man. And they're, you know. Yeah, but what was going on that he would do that? I don't know why, you know, that's, um, that's what's weird about it. So apparently, and this is according to Wikipedia, and I've not done any deeper diving than that, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in 19... 19- uh nine years before he died okay that makes sense um so you know he he may have had um bipolar disorder his whole life and never been diagnosed that makes sense of all the outbreaks all the outbreaks in a court and his weird sporadic behavior 
But that that's not the way bipolar works. It's not. It depends on the day, the week, the month. It depends on the person. Um, that one's tricky, and I'm not going to go into it. But I know enough about it to say that there may have been part of that being the case. But at yeah. the end of the day, Abby yeah. Hoffman is also probably just an asshole. Yeah, he didn't like the government. And I'll teach you government. Give me those government pills. Had his own way of showing it, yeah. I'm going to eat those government pills. I haven't cut my hair in 20 years. Look at this afro. I've seen a couple movies on him. Yeah, uh, I've read a bit about him, and I've read a bit of his poetry. And what's, his, what's his steal the book? What's his that, poetry? Steal this book? I don't... Did you? I'm surprised you never read that. You didn't read that? No. Really? I never read that. I read some of his <clears> other <throat> poems that were published and shit. Um, blah, blah, blah. It's like, screw the man. He's going down again. No. He can't cut my hair. Again, a quick Wikipedia search, but from the top level description of what the book is, it's a counterculture manifesto essay, essentially, against government and corporations. Kill the man. Um, He's not coming around again. But yeah, yeah not, not poetry, not... No. Um, He's not our friend. Just an argument, right? Uh, a long essay. Uh, He's just arguing with himself. How many pages? 308 pages. So it's 308 pages of why I don't like the government and I don't like... <laughs> which, you know... Fine. Yeah. Out of everyone well, in that movie, he was the most anti-everything. He's like, fuck these people. He's, all, he's like, this is, a, this is us watching. That, mm-hmm. That's where they got the quote, we all are, we're all watching. Mm-hmm. Right? They still use that nowadays. The whole world is watching. That's where they started. It was in that... Was it from that um, protest? I believe. Essentially. The whole world is watching. Yeah. So, the movie or docudrama or whatever. Did you read it? Uh, yes, I will right now. Ah. Let's see, what is it? Uh, God damn it. The Trial of the Chicago 7, guys. Uh, it could have been done better. Yeah, it was. I don't think it was done that well as a movie. Directed or just the whole the way they they jumped around the storylines and sh- you know they just kept jumping back and forth between. Okay, we're on trial. Let's see what happened before this. Okay, now we're back on trial. You know. Okay, so know. the timeline gets jumbled. Before. Yeah, I didn't like it. So two out of five ear holes, three out of five eye holes, two out of five bad judges or bad wigs. Horrible wigs in this movie. <laughs> bad wigs all around, guys. Okay, bad wi- Okay, um, before we get out of here, uh, let's see, where is it? What time is it? Okay, you have to get out of here soon. So, whatever. Uh, Haunting of Blythe Manor. Watch that whole thing. Eh. Two to five ear holes. Two to five eye holes. One out of five smoking kids. Uh, it could have been better. I like the first season better. Okay, so the last last week when we talked about it, you were rating season one. No, I'm, I'm just I'm just rating the whole season right now. I was on the last two episodes last week. I just finished it. So okay, now I'm so rating the whole thing. 
I remember it not being a one out of five. <clears throat> I remember it being decent, like three or two. It dropped. Gotcha. So it ended on a weak note. Yeah, it ended pretty weak. It just became some weird love story, which is like, oh. And then the person telling the story, oh, it's about you. You know. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But next week, I'm going to be rating. Okay, this time I will be rating. I have so many movies down here. Um, Barat, the the sequel to Barat coming out on Amazon this weekend. Barat 2, whatever it's called. Really want to watch that, yeah. Um, Bad Hair, that's coming out on Hulu. That's a horror movie, somebody with weird hair. Uh, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street. And The Empty Man, both theatrical releases I'm seeing this year, or this week. Hmm. The Empty Man is going to be like some weird ripoff of, you know, like Pennywise or the Candyman type thing. Uh, and Nightmare on Elm Street, of course, is the original Candyman or Pennywise or, I don't know, hmm. for theaters. Okay. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I've never seen that in the big screen yet. The the first one. Yes, not the stupid Definitely. remake. Right. The first um, good one. The one thing, and you know, just me, but the one thing lacking from this show so far is a discussion of more Dexter episodes. Oh, oh, they're gonna, yeah, that's right. They're gonna do ten episodes of Dexter now, added on. Did you finish that season all? I finished the show, yeah. I watched the last episode, and it didn't leave as bad a taste in my mouth. Lumberjack Dexter, no, with fake beard. Compared to everyone's reaction on social media, you know, I didn't have as much of a problem with it. That said, the idea of... um, 10 more episodes that happen, you know, a decade after the end of the show and show Dexter where he is 10 years after that. Um, That's interesting because it might fill in some of those plot holes a bit. But then, yeah. Hopefully it's written as well. And, uh, well. Well, this is the the thing. As well as the first what, eight episodes or eight seasons of Dexter and the ninth being garbage? The first four seasons were the best seasons. All the way up after the Trinity Killer, you've noticed a complete weird drop-off and a weird way the show went, right? So Trinity Killer was season what? Four. Four, and how many were after that? Two? No, four, eight. I think there were nine seasons. I think so. I don't feel like it was that much, but it might have been. I don't remember. It's been so long. So the original showrunner wrote up all the way to four. Then he left. Okay. The original showrunner is coming back for these next ten episodes. So he's more or less giving you a reboot. No, that's specifically counter to what he's saying in the article I'm reading on Bleeding Cool. Um Clyde Phillips is the showrunner for all of Dexter, apparently. And he says... But he left after four. He left directing and writing after four, I think. I don't know that it's the same guy. (coughs) They're quoting here. Um, Oh, actually, no, I take it back. I maybe read a different article that contradicted this. 
So the showrunner is saying they're going to reconsider aspects of the finale season and the season finale. It's having a new story to tell that was the reason for the revival. And like so, he doesn't want to fuck his sister. It's like just so weird. Mm-hmm. It got like incestual and then like it was it would just fell apart, man. Yeah, no, I do remember the last season of Dexter being garbage, but goddamn, even up till that last season, so the penultimate season, I enjoyed the show. And and then yeah, it got really fucking stupid in that last season, and it was kind of like, is that where this is going? Yeah, like oh. the like the real skinny sister just kept crying in every episode. <laughs> Dexter, but it. It wasn't even that. It was the hackneyed way they wrote those characters who were well done earlier in the show. And all of a sudden they got stupid. It kind of like, for those of you who've watched it, because not me, um, what the last season of uh, Game of Thrones was like. Uh, Well... That was just them railroading through a storyline which needed like three more seasons. Like, okay, and this happened, and then, then this happened, and then, then, okay, and then this happened. Okay, but you also, in that, ser- in that last season of Game of Thrones, from what I understand, you had characters who had acted kind of one way in similar situations who completely 180'd. Some characters. The- they're saying that about, um, uh, what's her face, the Dragon Queen... Daenerys, yeah. Yeah, she was just a bitch all around. And because uh, everyone, I think it was because everyone was looking up to her and naming their daughters after her and all this stuff, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then, like, oh my God, the person I named my daughter after is an actual bitch. Mm. You know what I mean? They wanted, they had this weird, like, fantasy for what they wanted her to be, and she didn't live up to that. So that pissed everyone off. Mm. You know, you can't have expectations for these people. You can, but you might get destroyed. You know, <laughs> I, I guess um, my point in comparing Dexter and Game of Thrones is that last season for both sounds like it was garbage. For Dexter, I experienced it and oof. for Game of Thrones, I've heard from numerous people that that last season was just like, what the fuck is happening? It was weird. So from that perspective, they're similar in my mind. Maybe that's not right, but. That's where I'm drawing that comparison. Yeah, it so, was, it's strange. Yeah, but regardless, more Dexter to me, especially being 10 years down the road and answering some of those weird questions from his perspective at that far removed. Like, you know, interesting to see where it goes at the very least. <clears throat> Yeah, and I'm starting to watch um, Hellstorm on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen people ch- chattering about that on the. It's all right. Is it? I, I'm only like the second, halfway through the second episode. I was falling asleep watching the first one, but I was already tired. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, um, like what is it? Like, uh, people are comparing it to, um, God damn, the Devil Show. What is it? Lucifer? Lucifer uh-huh. meets, like, um, lie to me. Huh. Lucifer to me. <laughs> I, I mean, <clears throat> it's really just Lucifer, because, like, what he does throughout the Tell entire... Tell me what you desire. Yeah. I, f- I finally watched that whole thing. 
yeah, cut through all the lies. Get me to where you, your, you know, your basic need is. Detective, um, detective, detective. Have you seen that supercut of detectives on there? No, that would be fucking. Like he an says hour it in all stuff. seasons. It was a total of two hundred and sixty something times. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Detective. I don't need detective. to watch because I watch the show. Detective. Frankly, I haven't seen season five yet. Oh, really, detective? Oh, detective. But I've seen <clears throat> up through season four, and I've liked it in general so far. Is um, five's on Netflix, right? I think so. I think that's where I've watched uh, ep- seasons two, three, and four. Like towards the end, I'm not gonna say anything about like f- not not the end of the season, but like the end of season four. They throw in this weird one-off episode. Tell me if you notice it, where you'd be like, "Where the fuck did?" It was like almost like a um. Like like a weird one-off that made no sense, doesn't connect to anything else in the story. Mm. It sort of ruined the last, the fourth season for me. I'm like, what the fuck? It was weird. Throw away episode are you talking about? Well, like one with the main storyline, with um, with the forensic chick, um, uh, falling in love with a certain person, and then that never happens again. Like she bangs a certain main character, and then the next episode, it's like it never happened. I was like, "What?" No, I felt like that little arc got resolved. Like it was, there was the whole "oh, it's a mistake" conversation, and no, it, it was, was it was something beyond that. I think. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was like it was almost as if it was like um. Like uh, an ep, like the singing episodes they put into shows, you know, or like the back, fl- the flashback episodes they put into shows. Oh, we're all '40s detectives. They already did that, but um, they did do that. <laughs> right? Yeah, they did. Right? Uh, no, not in Dexter. Right, no, so, no, in uh, in true Lucifer. in in Lucifer they did. There's a there's a weird spinoff episode where they're different, like they're 1940s detectives. You don't remember it? Maybe you're not up there yet, but it doesn't uh, coincide with the story. I but feel like I'm. I have not watched <clears throat> season five, but I watched season four. But maybe that was the night I was a little more buzzed. Maybe. Well, you would have noticed. She's like dressed like a man and like in a suit with hats and like you know like a Humphrey Bogart type situation. Hmm. Oh wait, is that when Lucifer was flashing back on the bar that he used to go to? In the 40s or whatever? I don't know. Maybe. Detective. Well, detective. Yeah. Oh, detective. Regardless. Yeah. Anyway, neither here nor there. Lucifer's fun. Dexter's fun. Um, up until the last season. Yeah, so I'm watching Hellstorm. Oh, and right. And that's like a, a modern-day Lucifer type. It's uh, brother and sister separated at birth. Their mom is possessed by a demon. She has been for like 10 years, I think. In an insane asylum. And the, and the demon's connected to other weird shit that goes on. It's, I don't know. Check it out if you like that type of stuff. So a little more serious and less lighthearted, it sounds like, huh? Yeah, it's based off a graphic novel, I believe. A Marvel mar- novel. I think it's a Marvel series. Yeah, no, not one I ever read, but it's possible. I think it is. 
Okay, let's get out of here. What do we got? Um, no, we'll just go out on this. Boom. All right, who are our friends? Oh, um, I did okay last week. Let's see how I do this week. So everyone over at BatSquadNetwork.com, uh, go check them out. Uh, we've got Growing Up, Not Growing Old, Big Papa Podcast. <laughs> I don't think they're a podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, no one is. That's the thing. <laughs> I'm going through an old list. So I right know. now, I guess, current podcasters are Hero of Noise. Yes, they still podcast every week. They do they two a week, do. I think. Um, uh, horribly Awkward Podcast. Nope. Every once in a while? Every I haven't seen one in a while from him, but yes. Uh, horrible uh, Gamers, uh, they do one every week. Okay, not... Uh, not one I listen to. Um, who else? Uh, I don't know. Everyone's disappeared, guys. Who's active? Um, oh, uh, Offensive Line. Are they is, still around? They're still around. Okay. Um, I don't. I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, I don't know, guys. That's. <laughs> but they're out there, and they're putting <laughs> out shows, so listen to. Them. <clears throat> okay. But, good. Yeah. Yeah, the, the pandemic thinned out the podcast crowd of friends. If you'd think there'd be more podcasts out because of the pandemic, but oh well. Uh, yeah, well, you know, bigger fish, fish to fry and things to worry about, I guess. All right, guys. Well, we're out of here. Until next week, same bat time, same bat channel. Bye-bye. Later. Let's just-